Dork Tales proudly presents Dungeons and Dragons The Reign of Emery's. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Reign of Emery's here on Dork Tales. Uh, my name is Kelly. I am your Dungeon Master tonight and always, I guess. Um, so, and we are heading into our 13th episode. That's right. We're past the halfway mark, guys. Woo! That's wild. It's wild. You got to get this get this stuff done. Okay. So, uh, hello, everybody. Uh, like I said, I'm Kelly. I use he and him pronouns, and I am very excited to be here tonight because we have a game that you are not probably expecting. Uh, because nobody expects the Warforged Pirate Inquisition. They really don't. Yeah, that's fair. Right? You weren't expecting that, and I wasn't expecting it. I, was I wasn't expecting it. I, I kind of was. but uh, So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to introduce everybody in reverse order tonight, starting with Caitlin. I think I went first last time, but that's okay. That's Hello, you're, everyone. You're great. Aww. Um, I'm Caitlin, um, and I go. I use she, her pronouns. And tonight I'll be playing Talfrin Priory, our human barbarian of wild magic. Perfect. He's currently tied down in the ship. It's, I mean, you know, that's that's important. Um, all right. Hello, uh, Robin. Hello, everyone. Uh, I am Robin. I use she, they pronouns. And tonight I am playing Ivy, our uh, tiefling blood hunter, Order of the Mutant. Hello, Mike. Hey, everyone. My name's Mike, and I use they, them pronouns, and tonight I'm playing our halfling arterialist artificer, Veratrix Soulstar. All right. Uh, hello, Amy. Hello, I'm Amy. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and I am playing Leiden and Merov, our ASMR cleric of the grave. And finally, hi, Christine. Hello, I'm Christine. Uh, I go by she, her pronouns, and I will be playing Claudette Belmont, our human uh, wizard blade singer. Uh, she also goes by she, her, so it makes it nice and easy. Nice. All right, so uh, before we go any further, I have to do something real quick. So if everybody notices on the screen right now, you're at level five, but hey, uh, I'm going to fix that. Now you're levels. Oh, it didn't change. One sec. Was that the right one? Let's find out. Which perpetually level change five. that on my character sheet too. <laughs> by date. Feels there nice. There we go. Oh, I was changing the wrong thing. That explains it. I have two sets of new frames, so that's fun. Uh, that means that it should actually be. No, it should be. Hmm. Curious. Oh, it's literally this one right Is it here. Fighting? No, I just need to update my my stuff. Whoosh, level six. Go. Whoosh. There we go. All right. So you're all level six. Congratulations. Um, also, before we begin, I wanted to show off something really cool. So we backed a Lindorm Kickstarter, Lindorm Dice, and just received this in the mail on Thursday. And I got some cool stuff. In fact, many of those dice are invisible. Uh, Lindorm isn't sponsoring us. They're just nice people. And they're dice people. Uh, so tonight, let's see. It's going to be red. We're going to use the Surter set because, hey, red skies at morning are what? Sailor's Delight? Is that how it goes? I think it probably is. 
No, Red Sky in the no. Morning is a sailor's warning. No, yeah, I think it, it I rhymes. Think it rhymes. rhymes. <laughs> rhyme of memories? I think that you'll have to ask the frost. Rhyme of memories. That. That's a that's an interesting crossover there. I have not accidentally typed that before. Rhyme of memories. Alright, so move that over to the side. Alright, so I've got some cool dice. Uh and I've got to hurt them more apparently already. So let's do that. I get an extra attack now. Yeah, is that always or just when you're blade singing? I got a blade cool singing. Thing. Okay. Is an arcane tradition feature, but All right. so it only applies to the blade sing. All right. Is there anything else that people need to mention before we begin? You're awesome. Actually, oh, it does not say that you have to be active. You have to invoke with blade song for it. Yeah, I was thinking that it didn't. Uh, so everybody. It's just uh, an arcane tradition feature. Yep. So that's fun. Uh, everybody be yes. sure to check your sheet. Uh, Talfrin, you've got something pretty cool now. Um, and then I think Leiden gets another Channel Divinity. Is that what I heard? Uh, yeah, I'm at Channel Divinity at times times two, and I also get my Sentinel at Death's Door. That sounds Which is so cool. All right. It's so, so cool sounding. Uh, without <laughs> further ado, we are going to head into game. So if you are joining us for the first time, um, you've missed a lot. You should probably go back and watch them. But the long story short is the characters are on a quest to discover uh, what is up in this funky fresh empire that they are living in and all of the uh, great, great things that are being done here. Uh, nothing is at all sketchy. Um, so the characters have traveled across the country. They have performed various services for the Empire and most recently confronted um, uh, what they had been told was an evil uh, magus and um, uh, imperial alchemist who told them that she, in fact, uh, might not be a good person was do but was doing the right thing uh, and trying to stop an evil, uh, an, evil or evil, an evil organization from taking over uh, the Empire and, you know, maybe dooming the world. I mean, she's, she said a couple of things. I don't know. You guys weren't paying attention, so I'm not going to repeat it. Um, and uh, the characters managed to survive a fall off of a cliff into some water. And uh, uh, the game ended with them waking up in a ship uh, captained by a, uh, a... I guess feminine would be the best way. I don't know. A, a, a femme warforged pirate lady uh so we're gonna start off there in just a sec so thank you so much for tuning in tonight and uh for those of you who sent a bunch of messages wondering where we were this week i mean we were we were here um uh quick shout out to our cast member hayden who got engaged this week uh congratulations that's why we didn't have any rhyme of the frost maiden is because there was a surprise engagement party um and then uh, Candlekeep mo got moved around. So we're actually doing Candlekeep three nights in a row next week to make up for it. So um, I'm about to run game for nine days in a row. Cheers. Uh, Are you running on Sunday too? Not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Oh, so it's going to be starting Monday and then the whole week. Yeah. And then some. Right. Yeah. Got it. No, you're running on Sunday. We're back for Ghost Assault Marsh. I am. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It is muggy right now, but folks, we are going to start the game right about now. The sound of crashing water beneath you wakes you, as well as the humming 
of that ancient song. Talfrin, the ground moves beneath you and you find yourself tied with a tight knot to a bracket on the floor. Strongly reinforced enough that a tiger or a bear would be held in place by it. The room that you find yourself in is surprisingly cramped. There is a throw rug made of leopard skin that covers the ground as well as a large bed at the back that looks rarely slept in, but often sat in. There's a table near you, a pair of chairs, heavy, reinforced. And on top of the table are various bits of treasure, jewelry, weaponry. And just out of your reach, you see the greatsword that you grabbed from the temple on your way out. There's a dresser directly in front of you, covered in various skulls. And the one, its twin, across an open doorway, you'll see a large lizard with mottled butterfly wings stretched between its belly and forearms looks at you flicks its tongue a suit of armor nearby sits strangely poised in a chair at a makeup mirror someone perversely dressed the suit of armor in a coat and a pirate's hat. Oh. <coughs> oh. You're awake. How good to have you here. The suit of armor turns, revealing itself to not be armor, but a fully sized mechanical creature. The Warforged looks down at you with brilliant blue eyes that pierce the dimness of this cabin, lit by only a pair of candles above the bed. Yeah, you're not going to take my, uh, my claustrophobia into account here? Oh, with I thought you were going space. to say pants. Well, I hadn't planned to take anything else. I noticed from the markings on you. A slave, huh? Mm-hmm. Don't worry. That's just to make sure that you didn't freak out. I could tell by the scars that you're something of a fighter. Yeah. I don't want any trouble. Well, that's not true. I want plenty of trouble. I don't want it from you, though. You're, a. Uh... Well. Let me put it this way. There's only one thing that I hate more than slavers. And you're not it. If I cut you loose, can we talk? Yeah, I won't give you any trouble. Where'd you hear that song? How'd you know that song? I get around. You're... You're Cataganian, aren't you? Yeah. I heard it there once, a long time ago. Huh. Oh well. <clears throat> Allow me. She leans down, and with a mighty pull, tears the rope 
from where it is buckled into the ground. How's that? How's That's that? a lot better. Good. So, what's your name? Catherine. What's yours? Odalisk. Captain, Odalisk Dirge. Yes, Captain. And you find yourself nice aboard name. the most fierce ship in all of the free nations of the South. Oh, yeah? Welcome. What's her name? Oh, sorry. Hmm. The Maiden's Lament. You maybe make me a history roll. Ooh. <laughs> right. I mean, you may. You may, you may try. Oh, let's, well, let's try. Let's go for it. We actually rolled a nat 20. Holy crap. Uh, you have heard of the Maiden's Lament. Uh, the Maiden's Lament for the last 60 years uh, has constantly dogged any attempt for uh, Emresian expansion into the Southern Islands. It is basically the, um, the, the Queen Anne's Revenge of Emrys. Nice. Uh, oh, yeah, I heard of you. Hopefully good things. Oh, only. Yeah, hmm. the best. All right, and what do you want with me here? What do you want with us here? With us? Oh, the slavers. <clears throat> Unless they're dead, but I don't. Oh, they're not dead. They're down in the cargo hold. Right. Do you want them to be dead? I could easily kill them. Oh, no. No, no. You want to do the job yourself. I respect that. Something like that. What were you doing back there? I'm betting that you're not uh, part Triton. No, no. We uh, took a spill off the side of a cliff. Ah, the fireworks show. We could see it from the ocean. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. That was quite the explosion. Yes, it was. Well, Talfrin, was it? Yes. Where to? Where were you going? Oh, are you looking to become a pirate? I could use another oh. strapping young lad. I never tried it before. Seems fun. Do you follow orders? It's what I've been trained to do, Captain. Mm, I don't know if I like that answer. <laughs> but I like the laugh. If you want me to, Captain. I have no problem with anyone of Cadoganian blood, unless they make a problem with me. The same goes for anyone on this ship. You'll be treated as an equal, as long as you don't try any aggressive actions. Unless they're warranted, of course. We're not idiots. If you want to get into a boxing match with somebody, I, I would just avoid Bortusk. You're tough, Bortusk. but you'll know him when you see him. All right. All right. Yes, Captain. Here. And she'll step over and hand you your belongings. 
enjoy the sale. And uh, once you grab some grub, come back and uh, check in with me. I'd like to know what your plans are, where you're headed, and what I can do for you. Yes, Captain. Thank you. And, uh... Just, uh... We'll, like, point to the door. Just that away? Unless you want to go out the window. Oh, not this time. Alright, and as you take a step out the door, we're going to transition down below deck. The creaking of the ship is what calls to you first. Each of you in sequence is going to slowly come to but to find out who wakes up first i'd like everyone here to give me a uh, a wisdom check Alrighty, first roll on the new d20 all right guys i'm probably gonna wake up last (laughs) 18 not bad not bad at the end of last game Mm -hmm. you said that was a wisdom check yes not a save correct not a save not a save. Okay. And I had three levels of exhaustion at the end of last game, which I don't think would have gone away yet, considering how long it takes exhaustion, so I think I'm rolling that at disadvantage. Uh, you'll have one of them gone. 19. One of them will be? Okay. 19. It rolled a 17. Um, so that's pretty good. I, I'm well, impressed. I think that's the 11 then, so it'll be like a 16 total. Okay. And Mike, you rolled an 18? Yep. Okay, so we've got 19, 18. Uh, what did yes. you get, Robin? You got a 14. So I rolled a 13. Okay. It's a pretty die. From Lindorm Dice. Oh, that reminds me, I have to roll for someone as well. I Are you kidding? Did you nat 20 it? I nat 20'd on the new dice. Nice! nice. Which color set? I'm using Surtur, so... That bodes well. Oh, that's Excellent. great. Pink ones I just the rolled a second nat 20 with it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> there you Big go. Monster. It's you. my dice. <laughs> You're finally picking up some of that luck. About time. You just uh, have to keep buying, like, custom dice. <laughs> just keep buying dice until they roll well. That's yeah. True. You find the sets that work well. You don't use the ones that don't, and not sponsored. Yeah, they go to they go to they go to dice jail. Yeah. You melt you melt the ones that don't roll well. I I have a set of dice that are called the reincarnated set that are made of broken dice yeah. from defective sets. Amazing! Nice. I got awesome. the other the other colors from that one, didn't they, I? They don't roll yep. particularly well. I'm not gonna lie. They they definitely have betrayal inside of them. <laughs> oh no! Do um, which is why I sometimes use them to roll for lucky. Because is, you just need that chaos and risk. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. The rest of those new sets, I'm going to save for a new game. I think. All right. So I don't have any of my new dice. Yeah, you got to come pick them up. I know. I do. Oh yeah, roll twenty is being Same. super weird tonight, guys. I'm trying to like move an icon, and it's moving the, everything. Oh. Ah, we're moving fast. Oh no, it's taking tips from Microsoft before. Okay, now it seems to be working again. Okay. You put a table in, shade. Did it shift everything? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. You threw an image in. Everything moved. <laughs> in the That's dark, what wakes us. Down beneath the waves in the darkness, everything moves around you. 
shifting backwards and forwards. Uh, Amy, what did you get on your roll? Oh, it's going to be a 16 total. 16 total, cool. Mm -hmm. I double-checked it. I did have disadvantage, so I rolled another dice, and it was still the lower of the two. Claudette, you'll stir in the darkness to the sound of scratching on metal. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. And then, as your eyes adjust, you'll see that the room around you, you're in the hull of a ship. A ruby light is the only illumination in front of you, like a small candle flame. But it isn't a candle. It's the head of a small mountain lion-sized cat. The carbuncle is sitting in a, in a large cage sized for... Um, sized probably for about the size of a halfling. It looks a little tense inside of its confines. You yourself are in one of about the same size, actually. Your knees pushed up to your chest, your hands bound behind your back uncomfortably. Looking around the room, you can see that there are, well, you see, you think you see all of your friends, actually. A center post blocks some of your view, and, but you can make out the edge of a horn next to the carbuncle in a large square cage. And to your left, on the other side of an empty cage full of discarded bones that have been picked completely clean, uh, you will see silver hair and a small, child-sized form crumpled on the ground. And it looks like there is something man-shaped to the north, just across the bow from you. Like, man-shaped as in Talfrin-shaped? Um, he's pretty tall, so it's probably Talfrin. His face is obscured from from um, a couple of crates nearby or, that are kind of just slowly shifting across the ground as the boat moves, are blocking your your um, any light from reaching him. Okay, so my hands are bound. Am I gagged as well? You are not. Okay, good. So I can at least use somatic stuff mm -hmm. or voice stuff. You can try. But. I guess Claude's just going to try and look around and listen and see if there's any a guard in here or something. She's not sure that there would be because they're you definitely bound up pretty well. Alright. Other new die. Here we go. First roll. That's weird. It also rolled a 17. Uh, so... I will 19. Spend I will spend a something good happens for you to beat the tie on or the beat the beat this. In the corner you can see that there is a pile of junk. Over to your right, at the back of this um, kind of shield-shaped cabin. As you glance over there though, your eyes are going to focus on the dimness enough that you realize that there is another barely visible light source coming from there. A pair of pinpricks of red light are going to be locked directly on your face. They're barely visible, but as you make out among the junk, there is something crouched in the corner. Not just something, though. 
Let me just pull out the book and I will have some story time with you. Yay, story, story time. time. Okay. It's not this book. It is, in fact, Tome Beasts 1. Itch. Yes, it is. Get to focus. Pretty! They're so sparkly. I love them. Love them so much. <laughs> right. Looking across the ground, you are going to see and hear the ticking of metal gears that hints at the presence of a pair of large paws. They scrape against the deck and are bronze and steel with sharp metal teeth. Above a mechanical them. kitty? Uh, it is a mechanical tiger. Oh. Ooh. It sits in the corner. Ooh, is it doing the thing? Am I in focus? Uh, mostly. You're, you're still a little blurry. There we go. The PHB fixes everything. Uh, Claudette's going to kind of like just... She's worried about this situation, but there's not much she can do right now, and they're being watched, so she's just going to kind of try and look at it and, like, commit it to memory for the next time she has to write stuff down. Are you awake? A voice comes from across the room. Hello? You're finally awake. Who's that? prisoner like yourself. It doesn't sound like Talfrin. My name's not Talfrin. That would do it then. Um, Probably. I, um... Who are you? My name is... Stop talking! A metallic voice echoes from the back of the room as the tiger rears up. No talking! The grumbling of the cat is going to be enough to wake Very. Uh, and as Very stirs, uh, she's going to reflexively kick out one of her boots and catch Leiden in the side of the head, which is going to wake Ugh. her up, too. Uh, and I'm, I, I'm assuming that we're both uh, tied up as well. You are tied with your hands behind you. All of your belongings uh, have been seized, aside from basically your, your plain clothes. Fair enough. Well, I mean, there are worse places to wake up. Across the room, you will hear the clang, clang, clang of mechanical footsteps, and a tiger made of brass and steel is going to step forward, glare into your cage. Talking. But why? Cool, 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 cool. cool. Uh, Don't piss off the mechanical cat. Kick her back, Leiden. Let's see. Uh, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Cool. Uh, make me a. Uh, this is gonna be a. This is gonna be a wisdom save. Coming up. Okay. 
17. 17. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, it is going to dart forward and snap its jaws directly in your face, and you are going to flinch back and bang your head on the back of the cage. Uh, that is going to be... Uh, you are going to deal yourself four points of damage. <laughs> From the sheer, like, oh, God! Ow! Ah, fuck! That hurt! Prisoners abusing themselves. Look, uh, Kelly. Yes. Looking at this thing, can I see exactly what what it like what it is? Uh, um, yeah. I, like other than just like a mechanical tiger. Um, you can get a you pretty know, be- solid look at it. Yeah. What are you trying to figure out? Um, just like what what is it? Um, you can make you me know, an, like you can make me an arcana roll. Like being being an artificer and building these thing things like this. Um. Uh, Arcana, that's going to be a dirty 20. All right. So, uh, taking a quick look, uh, it is a mechanical tiger. Um, it is does not look like the type of... of uh, looking at it, it doesn't look Amrisian. This is made of the type of clockwork technology you normally see around uh, the different dwarven races or potentially gnomish races. Um, you've read about this. It's um, this thing is definitely not native to here, though. If you had to pick, uh, you'd probably say it comes from uh, uh, one of the um, one of the far colonies. Probably, oh, pardon me, colonies is the wrong word for this. Probably one of the far countries. Um, like, one moment. Boop boop boop. Just pull up my map real quick, which I should just always have open on this tab. Fair. This world's getting big. Oh, for God's sake! It's really filling out. Yeah, and I'm, I was having trouble remembering the name of of a place. Uh, locations of note. There we go. Uh, so probably Renai, um, one of the continents to the southwest of Toulousia. And uh, and Emery's. So, uh, uh, see, like just you know, after kind of catching her breath, uh, breath a little bit and kind of realizing that she, Vary's gonna like lean forward and look at it and be like, "Ooh, you're not from around here. Uh, you're not Emerian, are you? Where are you from?" With a half wit. No, I just like building things. You're gorgeous. Would you like me to disassemble you and see if you can put yourself back together? Hmm. Not particularly. Sit down no. and shut up. <laughs> no fun. She's gonna sit down and like pout. Uh, so as this happens, lead, and you're gonna be roused the rest of the way. Leiden's gonna quietly take in her surroundings and not draw attention from the angry mecha cat. 
better. And it's going to slink back to the corner and go back into low power mode from the looks of it. Just it sinks back into its paws. Its eyes will dim down to subtle tones again. And you see that its ears will continue to slightly rotate like satellite dishes, but slowly and lazily as it's aimed over toward you. Ivy, at the corner of the room, you will start to stir, but you are actually fairly out of it. Um, the blast and some of your fall have definitely left you a bit worse for wear, and you're probably going to be out of it for, uh, like, not like unable to act or anything, but you're going to be a little dazed for a bit from this. And as you wake up, uh, a grogginess is just kind of completely awash over your limbs, and um, you will slowly stir in the darkness. However, with your dark vision, uh, you are going to be able to get a perfect view of the room. You can see that over on the eastern wall is a hatch and ladder. Uh, pardon me, western wall. There's a hatch and ladder leading up to the next floor up. Uh, there are several cages in here as well as crates and a a table and chair between your cage, Carbuncle's cage, and the cage that uh, Leiden and Varig are in. On that, there appears to be a deck of three dragon anti-cards spread around the table. There were other things here besides this cat before. And just barely from between the two crates that are over to the northern wall, you can see that there is a there's a man crouched inside of a fairly large cage, actually. Large enough that it could easily fit any two or three of you, if Varys involved, in it. He was probably here first. His arms are bound behind him, and he's dressed in... Looks like soldier garb? The armor's been stripped off, but you can see just the edge of, like, a, a soldier's undertunic. Um, besides that, he's a fairly well-built fairly handsome man with dark black hair um, which is kind of uh, kind of neatly cut at the sides and pulled back into a small tail at the nape of his neck kind of in one of the fancier styles of, of the uh, of the era right now would Ivy know about like anything about pirate ships and like people you Make know. me a history roll with disadvantage from your background. Okay. Uh, and everyone else here can make me a perception roll to see if they notice anything. History. Uh, do, 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 do. It's going to be an 11. 11? Um, you know that pirates exist. Uh, you have no idea that this is a pirate ship at the moment, though. It could be any type oh, of right. ship. Okay. And um, is there any way that she could start to try and unbind her wrists I feel like she might have some potentially training in how to avoid that uh, anybody who wants to can attempt to do that uh, they are tied pretty well so what I'm going to say is that oh damn you guys are very perceptive um, I would like anybody who's trying to wriggle out of the ropes can make me a um, uh, make me an escape artist roll so that's going to be uh, I believe it's it's sleight of hand now. I believe so. Uh, so yeah. sleight of hand with disadvantage. It's like they planned for this and used good knots. And also they're behind your back. So I rolled a nat 20. Yeah. 
and yeah. a six. And a six. So you think you get it for a minute. You like you start to get part of the rope out. You start to get. Oh, you're almost got. You've almost got. You almost. And then it gets hung up on the bars behind you. So I also rolled a nat 20, but then I also rolled an 18, so that's going to be 22 for okay. Ivy. All right, so Ivy, you're going to be able to basically uh, swoop um, to swoop it between your legs, or I guess around your legs and up to your front okay. uh, and start pulling at it with your teeth, uh, which are sharpened, so you can actually start trying to gnaw through some of this as well. Yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll like, try and... Um, can she see, like, she can see, like, everything, so she can see the tiger in mm -hmm. the corner, the kind of watching? The tiger cannot see you from where it is, is though. Okay, cool. So, yeah, she will quickly then try and make quick work, so then she can throw her hands back behind her back to make it look like she's not bound, like, she is still bound, but she's basically going to try and quickly, you know, try and... All right. Anybody else get a sixteen? Any? You got a sixteen? Okay, yeah. so you'll be able to get your to get your uh, ropes down and around your legs and in front of you because halfling nimble is good. Yeah. Uh, so, but be between that, you could actually, um, if you and Leiden tried to help each other, you could you could assist each other and remove disadvantage from yourselves. I don't know if I can properly because I'm already at disadvantage for all ability checks and then oh, with disadvantage because exhausted. She wasn't going to try and get free. She was actually just going to see what happens. She's just, you know, rolling with it. All right. So you've Sorry. got it in front of yourself and you're starting to work at it. Um, but they're pretty tight rubs. Very. You would definitely have to pay extra at some of the brothels you visited for this type of treatment. Wonder if she never has any money. Exactly, right? Um, and as you are working at that Claudette, you're kind of hung up. Um, across the way, you're going to hear a voice. It doesn't respond if you keep it under a certain amount of decibels. <gasps> Who are you? My name's Cass. Just right. Well, nice to meet you. I was with the, the Templar Corps. They attacked one of our ships. The pirates. Were you the only survivor? What do I know about Templar Corps? Uh, they're, they're elite soldiers. Are they the sort of thing that would have been stationed with my brother, etc.? Uh, definitely would have been at the same place. Uh, the Templars usually are assigned on protection missions. Mm. Uh, so a lot of times it's, they're, Templars come in one of two flavors. They're either really good at their job or they're put there because they are related to someone. Um, uh, and basically the Templar orders are they're usually used as um, as elite guard and supervisors so for example um, a Templar would be able to um, they're basically federal agents is the, is the quick way to put it he, he's basically a fed who can go and commission garrisons to work for him and to do to do tasks like, hey, we need to deliver something, or we need to investigate something. 
So, basically, government agents. Why were you out here? I was... I was escorting something. Something or someone? Does it matter now that you're taken captured by pirates? Yeah, I, mean, I was gonna I say. I don't know who you. I don't know oh, blood at Belmont. Oh, a Belmont. Oh, yeah. Good to, good to have you here. Um, I was transporting a dignitary. By the Catacanian Sea? We're a bit further south than that. What? Where are we? Uh, last time I checked, we're off the coast of Avalcini. Where is that? Because I don't have a map right in front of me. Uh, basically, uh, so uh, where you were, it's kind of south southeast. So we drifted a good long way sort of thing? Or, or they've been, been traveling for a good long ways now. And we've been unconscious or something? Yeah. Yep. Oh, we... We fell in the ocean here. Explosion. Cliff, you know you know how it is. <laughs> Not really, but... Uh, um, I'm glad you didn't die. Oh, me too. Well, I... And as he says that, and very, you get your knots, and you almost got the knot, you're going to hear as the hatch in the ceiling opens. And you will hear the sound of stomping coming down the stairwell as a, um, as a young Tian woman uh, dressed in a full fur duster jacket, like with a giant plumage. Her head is shaved along the time, the sides pulled up into like a long braided top knot, is going to descend the stairs, followed by a, um, a rather burly black bearded dwarf. The Tian woman is going to hold up a lantern, suddenly casting the room into bright relief. <clears throat> XR, you are relieved of duty. Go take a rest. The tiger is going to stand up and shake. About time. And is going to head forward and with strangely dexterous grace is going to climb the ladder. Just claw, 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 claw. Uh, it is going Claudette to- is mildly impressed. It's a pretty, it's a pretty, it's a, like a very good tiger. It can climb things. Uh, with that, the uh, the two are going to walk forward and resume, what looks like resume a game of three dragon ante at the center table. Ivy would like to try and charm person one of them. Okay, which one would you like to charm? Walking in, who looked like they were in control? Were there any like... Like body language. You'd have to make me an insight roll. Okay, I will do that. Also, hello, Ray. Good to see you. 
Come on, Ivy girl. I believe in you. Um, ooh, <laughs> that's gonna be a dirty 20, baby. Dirty 20, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so looking around, you you think that uh, the dwarf is probably the supervisor. He's quite a bit older. Um, but besides that, you think uh, you think she's, she's definitely kind of young. She might be who you'd want to target. Okay. So, uh, I'm gonna need a, a wisdom save from her then. Okay. Uh, what's my DC? Only 11. Okay. not great. So, muttering under your breath, you're going to reach out your hands and... She's going to look over your direction. You say something? No, uh, just interesting to see uh, our captors aren't all mechanical. <laughs> Not all of us. And she'll turn back around and clomp her foot. And you'll hear that you kind of heard it when she was walking in. In fact, all of you did. That the heavy footsteps on the way down, they weren't the dwarves. They were hers. And as she stomps, it has the sound of like someone slamming a hammer on the ground. Very strange. A slight mechanical ringing vibrates through the air. Alright, got any threes? I think we're playing the wrong game. You're trying to play old dragon. We're playing three dragon empty. You always do this. You always mix up the rules right when we're about to get going again. The dwarf says. Trying to... You're trying to discombobulate me. It's not going to work. I've got witnesses. You. He points at Leiden. You watch her. I'll give you a ration of grog if you do. Well, well, you, and she gestures over to uh, to Claudette. You watch him, and I'll give you two portions of grog. That's a good thing, honey. Oh, okay. You're gonna get lit, fam. It's gonna be great. Claudette's gonna kind of look over at Barry. What's that mean? Means you're gonna get to have a good time. And they proceed to have. She's gonna kind of side eye around the cage and whatnot and be like, mm -hmm. dubious. They proceed to have the most boring game of cards ever. But as they do, they leave the lantern kind of there. It illuminates the room. And Claudette, can you do me a favor and make me a history roll? Uh. Uh, 14. 14? Okay. And I'm trying to think if anybody else could make this roll. Probably uh, Leiden. I will allow it. All right. What is it? What was it? A history roll? Yep. Um, 
And I believe I'm in, I have disadvantage. Yep, you are. If it's a skill check. Okay. I believe so. My fan just decided that it was, it was going Aww. to... Okay, well, if that's history, it's 19, or 9, 9, sorry, 9 total. Not the 20 that the other dice rolled. Okay. All right, so, um, glancing forward, um, there's going to be, like, yeah, you don't really notice what's going on, but Claudette, as the as the light light illuminates through, um, you actually get the sense that you might have ran into this agent before. The man in the other cage, Cass. Hmm. He's dressed like he probably moves through high social circles. Maybe that's it. Um, he could have been someone's valet or an agent at one of your father's parties. He probably had a meeting with your father at some point. He doesn't look that old, actually. He's about the same age as you, like early 20s. Well, if it's kind of giving me the kind of sense that maybe he's... I am familiar with him. Can I spend some time trying to? Because that's going to bother me now, not being able to pin it down. I mean, you can... You so can, can she, like, take 10 and try and figure it out? No. But you can, you can keep it up and investigate it if you'd like. It won't be an immediate roll, but, you know, keep working at it. You never know. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, upstairs. Talifrin, you are released among the general area, and it is there that you come across at least two, well, at least a little more than a dozen individuals in the common cold area. As soon as you walk out the door, a cat is going to push between your legs and um, mew up at you with a and continue moving forward, chasing one of the rats that doubtlessly doubtlessly um, lives among some of the lower decks of this ship. Everything around you is alive and moving and flowing around you. All right, I'm gonna go, um, she said to get some food, hey? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go get some food, I guess. Over, you can follow the smell of a thick, hearty chowder coming from the northwest wall. As you move toward the front of the ship, dozens of people are moving around here. Well, a dozen people are moving around here. Many asleep in bunks, talking in quiet, but not too quiet tones, or moving around. As you push between some of the bunks that are strewn across the northern wall, you'll see that there is a lithe half-elf um, dressed in, in flowing robes that is kind of like strumming idly at a lute. Oh, you... Yeah. Hey, good morning. The, are you the captive, or are you the uh, the new deckhand? I, uh, uh, well, I'm not bound anymore, so I suppose I'm a new deckhand. Oh, we're all captives of fate, my friend. All yeah, captives of true. fate. Hmm. That's fair. What's your name? Oh, bold one. Uh, Servio. Servio Ducata. Servio. Nice to meet you. I'm Talfrin. Talfrin, 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 Talfrin Pridery. Pridery. Oh, that's good. Let's see, Pridery. That rhymes with. Well, you're a rather handsome one, aren't you? 
Fancy the ladies, fancy the gents, fancy all of the above or none? All the above? Oh. Whatever comes around? Well. Bring. His name was Telfrin Pridery. And he and your friend Servio had a romantic rivalry for... <laughs> let's see. Uh, for the sunset or the mast, they had a contest to see who could get the most. Hey, can you shut up over there? Someone calls from the front. I have heard enough of that for a lifetime now. Oh, come on. They're pretty good. I think I'm pretty good. And he'll lean I back. And you will hear a voice call from the top. Hey, Quag. Come on. Let him through. Let him through. Come on. So the captain let you go, did she? And a voice will call from the top. And you will see a gorgeous if somewhat well drow women are often considered some of the most exotically beautiful of all of the elves however this one kind of catches you off guard drow are not often seafaring and are not often around this much water and that shows as this incredibly beautiful cherubic faced drow woman looks at you and all around her is this unkempt mane of frizzed white hair that appears to have absorbed half of the ocean into it. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Parts of it have been braided to hold it down, but it's actually, um, it's it's cute, but it comes off. It's like a very 1980s haircut. I don't know how to describe this any other way, really. Gotcha. But it's like, it's you, like gotcha. at least like a bouffant. Is that a thing? Basically, uh, she's she's got a Peg Bundy. How's that? Okay. <laughs> I think I see where you're going with that. There is. It's very, <laughs> so it's very, I don't know what a bouffant is. I'm not going to lie. Um, I know that the bouffant, uh, the one that I always talk about, is that like scrub cap thing. It's actually technically called a bouffant. I mean. Anyway. <laughs> fair. Fair. Okay. Uh, so, uh, as you are looking around, she's going to give you, give you a look up and down. Wow. Yeah, she looks like she did. He'll, like, point hey. at uh, his stuff. <laughs> He's got that. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Seafood chatter. Sure. You like lobster? Sure. Ah, we ain't got no lobster. Well, you like shrimp? Sure. We got shrimp. Ah, we've got okay. prawns. Oh, that and, works. And uh, we've got some whale. Uh, it's right. it's a bit It's a bit fatty right now. Whatever you like. Yeah, I'll, t I'll take maybe I'll take a take a bit of everything. Talfrin, right? Yeah. Zelia. Zelia, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. It's good to have you here. It's uh, well, I'm here, and it's nice so far. So. It's all right. Um, so, I gotta ask, what's the deal with the fox down in the cabin? That's where they are. Uh, we were just uh, on a mission together, but uh, we got separated, I guess. So. On a mission together? Yeah. No. Yeah. It can't be, can't be right. 
Why? Look, one of them's an imperial magus, the other's a cleric. One of them's some type of artificy little hairy-footed monster. That's racist! You hear from across the way. <laughs> Shut up, halfway. It's half foot! Yeah, I didn't say we were the, we were the most cohesive group. And the other but, one's a, uh, that one's a bloody tiefling. Uh, that's true. Do me a uh, favor. Some of my best friends are tieflings. Oh, you've got a lot of friends who are nernites. Huh. Well, heaven forbid. I don't happen to like them that much, though. I just kind of break with tradition that way, I suppose. But then again, I was raised Valish, so... Praise be to the Burning Goddess. Right. Yes. Uh, no, they, they hired me at first as a bodyguard. And I suppose that contract's just continued. So, I questioned it. Hmm. Figured I'd see where it took me. And it's taken me here! Alright. You know what you should do? What's that? Well, we've got them downstairs caged up. Mm. We should pull a prank on them. If you get the captain to let them free, at least. None of them is, uh, are even worth a, worth a reward, you think? Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe, um, maybe we can, uh, maybe we can, uh, you know, ransom them. Oh, they've got... The Amerisians got shit tons of money. What do you say? Keep them bound That's and gagged? Uh... We didn't gag them. What do you mean you didn't gag them? Isn't one of them a magus? Oh yeah, we uh, we used the, the nullifier. Oh, well I guess we'll hear if she tries to cast any magic. Well, I guess you'll find out soon if uh, if they're still down there and you can even do it. Cheers! Cheers. And she will uh, pass you over a coconut cup. Uh, basically, it's like a giant coconut that's been, like, hauled out and filled with this awfully potent mixture of... To call it grog would be a bit of an offense to historic grog. Uh, this <laughs> actually is more of a slurry. Uh, bits of coconut Ooh, have been blended good. into it, are kind of floating around as a viscous oil on the top of it. Um, and it is one part, well, it's probably four parts rum, two parts water, and then three parts whatever was in leftover bottles. Oh, nice. Come on and put hair on your chest. We'll take it off. I forget. What do you... What do you roundiers actually like? I mean, this is this is quite fine. Is I mean, really? I prefer a... I don't know. What did he have before? Was it like a whiskey? Bourbon? I think he had a bourbon. He was bourbon before. Yeah. Drink up. Bourbon, uh, hist historically, grog is just a mixture of rum and water. Um, because rum can dilute pretty well while maintaining its potency. And sometimes lime. I'm a pirate historian. That's a I weird love thing. it. Because I've used to force like the whole uh, not getting scurvy thing by throwing that into their grog as well. Oh, Meanwhile, makes sense. quick quick pro tip: limes don't actually combat. Uh, they don't have enough vitamin C. 
So the whole limey thing was was a miss anyway. Uh, cranberries yeah, are really good. It's actually like lemon. Lemon does it. Lime doesn't. Yeah. Um, but you know, anyway, if I get off on this, I will start talking about vitamin C deficiencies in the New World and how the indigenous tribes used to be like, yeah, we just chew bark if we need it. Because that tree right there has like tons of vitamin C in it. And they were like, you should chew some bark too. And the settlers were like, that's weird witchcraft. We're not gonna. And they're like, okay, your teeth are gonna fall out. And so they did. <laughs> Scurvy's great. Look it up. Don't look it up with image searches on though. Um, uh, but she will, in fact, put the li a lime slice in the coconut. More flavor. Actually, it's disguised the taste. I think a rat got in there. More flavor. More flavor. And she will raise up and clank with you and uh, begin drinking. Uh, down below, you will hear a bit of a commotion, um, a bit of banging. Nothing major, but then nearby, you'll, you'll meet a, and have conversations with a couple of the others nearby. One of which is going to turn a big dwarven man uh, named Browntooth. Uh, he is going to turn to a uh, to a woman who you see um, she's she's a teenager with some um, uh, slightly tan skin slightly hooded eyes and hair kind of cut into a braid that you will uh, recognize as probably tannies um, what catches you the most about her though aside from the fact that she appears to be incredibly good at cards uh, is that from at least the knee down, her legs are completely made of uh, prosthetic steel that are kind of carved and are kind of welded in an art deco mesh. Looks like brass fittings and, and steel. The dwarf will turn forward and say, All right, we should probably give him a bit of a break. He's down there with, uh, with the captives. Sounds like he's getting a bit tense. Fine, we can go down and see. But we're gonna finish the game of, uh, of Old Dragon. It was Three Dragon Ante, stop that. Whatever. And uh, they go nearby, open a hatch that is within line of sight of you, and crawl down. A moment later, you will hear the, uh, whatever guard was down there begin to clamor back up, and you're probably quite surprised to see that it is a, um, a full-sized mechanical tiger. that climbs up Talfrin. Sorry. Wa walks directly over near you. Sniffs the air. It doesn't have lungs, so that seems probably a little strange to you. Um, and goes, mm, who's this? Just a deckhand. Mm, Roger, just a dickhead. And we'll continue down the row. I don't mind him enough. He's, um... He's an asshole, really. Right, fucker. Right. Uh, more what passes for Grog? Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, so... Cheers. Uh, drinking, uh, drinking again. Um, we are going to cut back down to, uh, 
the bottom. What are you all doing? I guess, are you going to just kind of rest, or you, What's the plan, guys? You can hear the two of them sitting and playing cards, and it seems like she's doing the slow con, taking his money from him. Well, I couldn't possibly use that card, because you already have that one in your hand, don't you? What? I... No, I don't. How, how do you know that? Is there a reflection somewhere? Uh, and he turns around. How can... loose, dude? How like stable do the cages look? Pretty stable. No rusted hinges or anything. Make me an investigation roll. I was gonna say, like Claudette's gonna kind of try and investigate her. Her cage as well as she can with her hands behind her back and her knees up to her chest, pretty much. Sure. You can both make me roll. It's bright enough in here now, you won't have disadvantage. Uh, Very, you've got your ropes to the place where you can basically pop out of them at this point, but you probably want to leave them on just for appearances. Fair enough, yeah. But that makes sense. Uh, 19. 19? 18. 18. Glancing around, um, you are going to see uh, Ivy. The cage is really well fortified. It is not rusty at all. In fact, it looks like they put you in one that is quite good, actually, with one exception. And that is at the very bottom of the right corner in front of you. Uh, one of the welds doesn't look like it's set properly. It's not much to work with, um, but it is one of the bars that feeds directly into the hinge. If you kicked it hard enough, you might be able to knock one of the, um, uh, one of the door bolts off and pry it open from there. Uh, Claudette, looking at yours, yours is quite tight. Um, they deliberately put you in something that would give you trouble moving around, seeing that your status is a mage. Uh, however, uh, as you are looking around, you also think that you're probably in the weakest one of them. Uh, so with enough strength, you could probably force this one open, at least enough for you to crawl through. You'll probably get scraped up and your clothes will probably get torn, but you think you could probably do it if someone was strong enough to pull it open. Well, t strong enough to bend the bars a bit. All right, so I'm screwed. <laughs> it's like they do this professionally. Yeah. But the weakest person they... in the weakest cage. <laughs> right? Smart. Are there, are they armed? Looking uh, around. Yes, they are. Uh, each cool. of them has two muskets in bandoliers across their chests, as well as uh, a number of short swords and daggers decorating their bodies. Um, in fact, the uh, the dwarf actually sets down on the table a pistol that has a hatchet built into the bottom of it. Dope. Uh, historically accurate. Go Google it. Huh. Great for close quarters uh. combat. I bet. You stop firing, grab it, and just start... Yeah, yeah like... Plunk. I mean, I'm out of ammo, but hey, axes never run out of ammo. Nope. Kelly? Yes? Um, so, uh, are the, the girls' legs visible? They are not. They're actually covered by trouser legs, or trouser pants at this point. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, so they, they definitely are, but tell you what, make me a perception roll. I will. Uh, ooh! Uh, tw 23. 23? Alright, as she is flirting a bit and trying to distract as she's playing. Oh, well, uh, 
three dragon ante. I win! And she begins to swoop the table. Oh, that's not fair at all. That's not fair. You're cheating. You're cheating. How am I cheating? I've got nothing up my sleeves. What have you got up your pants? That is none of your business, sir. And she's going to cross her legs at that point. At which point, um, her pant legs are going to skirt up above her boot. And you will see in the light that uh, she has this really lovely chrome filigree built into the side of what looks like a prosthetic leg. <laughs> of course, very. Uh, I love you so much. Um, seeing that, Varys going to lean, lean forward and be like, Oh, your leg is beautiful. Thank you. Did you do it yourself? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I did some of the decoration myself, and I keep it clean, but... Um, no. Um, the... Uh, the captain did it for me. Really? Oh, she's that's gorgeous work. She's very knowledgeable. Well, she should be. She's fucking old enough. You never, never, ever mention old lady's age. Jesus. No, Jesus. Um, you really should take some tips from her. That is very... Most women will not get very far with that sort of comment. Yes, they would... Claudette will kind of just quietly say from the corner. Look, y'all seem like nice people. You haven't tried to escape too much. So that's probably good. It's mostly, I'm trying to get comfortable. This this is really not oh, the, the nicest position. The captain will finish appraising what to do with you shortly. We're having uh Look, I overheard. Don't tell him anything. Not until the captain says, oh, shut up. It's fine. What are we look. gonna do with it, really? These are quite sturdy. Once we're done dealing with your friend, the captain will decide what to do with you. He, um, I will say, he's putting up quite a fight. But what I think. What are you doing to him? Can I insight? Please, yeah. Ooh, yay! Uh, do, 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 do. My insight's not great, but that roll is enough to make it a dirty twenty. Okay. Um, looking at her, she's giving you quite a smirk, and uh, you're like, you're not hundred percent sure which way she means you to take this. Actually, as she kind of leans forward, oh, he's having a fantastic time. I assure you. Above you, you hear a crash echo through the boards, as well as what sounds like a grunt of pain and a roar. Hmm. I mean, that story checks out. Um. Did either of them look up at that? Because Ivy's waiting for a moment with their distract. She's going to try and kick the door and try and, like, go for it. going to kind of... So... So, is this a big crew? Better not have heard him. 
He's getting exactly what he deserves. Meanwhile, upstairs. Um, I was going to just give them a death glare. Like, they're not of hurt, Talfron. There's going to be yeah. a tremendous roar. Roar! As the entire crew is, like, screaming and yelling. Uh, Talfron, I need you to make me a constitution save. Alrighty. <laughs> Meanwhile, while we're worried. <laughs> right? I, I said, Ivy's waiting for the second they're distracted and she's going to try and bust out for Telfrin. <laughs> Constitution. 21. 21. All right. Then I'm going to roll as well. Okay. Nat 20. Um, nice. Oh, you are going to feel this horrible, horrible sensation inside of your gut as blow after blow is delivered to your stomach in the form of shots of this awful liquid. They warned you. Oh, yeah. They warned you not to mess with this one. As the man across mm -hmm. the table from you looks up at you, an eye patch over his one bad eye, his smile slightly scarred on the right side. He casts a broad shadow, but that's because the candle's behind him. You look over and down at where Klaxon Bortusk, the halfling, sits across the table from you. <laughs> Come on, let's run! Aren't you going to bring it? I thought you were going to bring it, bitch! Ready? Come on, let's see if you can hold your grog. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, he will oh, yeah. damn it. And uh, oh, Claxon is, <sighs> is going to take his um, to take his coconut and smash it against the side of his face. Oh, God. Oh. I'm not gonna copy him, but he'll try to smash it between his hands, essentially. Alright, sounds good. Make me another con save. Okay. Yeah, he's doing pretty good. Oh, oh, oh. oh that's not as great. That's a 13. 13? <laughs> Come on! Come on! Do you want to try again? Come on! I need to be served up again. Bring out the good stuff! Bring out the good stuff! You think that you're gonna take my place on this ship? I'm going to... Fuck you, buddy. Yeah, I don't know, man. Is that an option? <laughs> Taking your place on the ship. I mean, of course. Fuck you. I'm just, you brought it up. You brought, you brought it up. What are you talking about? That's it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bury you! You're gonna hear that in beneath the floorboards. I'm gonna bury you! Well, many have tried, but everyone's failed. I'm gonna bury, here, more drinks, more drinks, ready? All right, <laughs> He's really good at this one thing. <laughs> well, they warned him. What'd you get? I actually got a nat 20. Did you? He's gonna drink it. 27, oh. then. Hey. Yeah? You. You're a good guy. That's bad. You know, you about yourself. You're, he's gonna uh, stand you're good at up. this. He's sitting on, like, a couple of wizard spell books. <laughs> he's gonna climb onto the table and gonna walk toward you and... I, um... Yeah. I I want to be your friend, 
tall, tall, tall friend. That's your name, buddy. Tall friend. You're my, you're a big tall guy. That's, that's pretty clever. All right. All right. Yeah. I like you. Okay. One, one. Let's do one more. Let's, right. let's do one more. Let's, let's do one more. Another coconut comes out and he's going to start drinking it. 19 with 26. I think I think giving you the, the handicap two drinks was probably bro no it's good it's good I'm f I'm fine you know why because I'm Claxon motherfucking bored and he's going to fall face first off the table onto the floor. Those oh. of you beneath are going to hear the sound of a body hitting the floor hard and a cheer from the crowd. Yeah! That's right, bud. He'll like tap his shoulder, bend down, tap his shoulder. Meanwhile, below oh. deck. <laughs> Can I perception to hear what's happening better? Not really. I mean, you can give it to me with disadvantage. Okay, because like after the after the insight roll with her with the with the girl, varies like what what's going on? I mean, you because... didn't beat her deception roll, just so you know. I was uh, gonna try and bust out. So that was perception, right? Yeah. That I did. Eighteen. Uh, 18? 18. There, there's definitely something going on, sirs, and that was definitely the sound of a body hitting the ground. It sounds like Talfrin probably is getting beaten on. It sounds like a, like they're probably piling up on him and beating the shit out of him. It's kind of the Talfrin thing to do. We're missing all the fun. Oh, uh, we're missing all the fun. Uh. Claudette's gonna go on a little, like, random... How... Dare you like beat on a former gladiator? He's a gladiator. Oh, maybe we should beat on him a little harder. Give it to him. You leave him alone. <laughs> She's gonna kind of like try and kick out at the side of her cage a bit, just like in emphasis. Okay. Uh, so that's going to cause angry. a bit of a distraction. Uh, Ivy, were you gonna try to bust out? Yup. Okay, go ahead. Give me a uh, give me a strength check. Oh no, Ivy. Oh no, girl, you're not strong. Oh no. You're not strong. I mean, you but have to determine who is is Talfrin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, would it just be a strength roll or an athletics roll? Probably it's, strength, right? It's just strength. Yeah, it's just a strength check for this. I'm going to use my inspiration for the night. Okay. Are you using your determination? Because someone just bought you another one, so you might as well. Sure. Cool. Boop, boop. It's back. Okay, okay, okay. So determination is um do 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 our proficiency is plus three right now. It's gonna be an eighteen for strength. Okay. Uh so kicking forward, you are going to uh bend the side of uh bend the side of the door enough that uh you said eighteen? Yeah. With determination? Yeah, with determination. Okay, your first hit is going to bend it, but it's not gonna quite pop the door open. It's bent. You're going to have to try again. And let me see if anybody notices. Okay. Uh, it doesn't look like they turn around. One of them stands up. The uh, the dwarf stands up and approaches Claudette. Oi, stop doing that. 
Like she's barely she's barely kicking because her knees are up against her chest. She's like, you're just gonna you hurt yourself. Leave him alone, then. Oh, stop it! Don't hurt him. Stop! I don't want you bruised up. You're not gonna be able to be ransomed well then. Well, fine then. She'll come for herself. Hey, stop it! <laughs> and he's gonna try to like stabilize your cage as it starts rocking. <laughs> she's like, and what? Screw you. sitting up at this point and going ransom. Oh, we didn't. What we, ransom? I mean, you're nobles, for God's sake. I'm she's, not. All right, we'll kill you. I mean, she's very handy no. with her hands. So I'm sure she's useful still. As Claudette's still trying to... <laughs> hey, stop it! All right, Ivy, they're distracted. You may try another strength Perfect. <laughs> Claudette's just going to be petty as fuck right now. All righty. I add a plus zero to my strength, so that's going to be a 12. A 12? So you kick it again. Um, hold on, let me see. They have still not noticed. Yes. She she is yes. just cackling and watching. <laughs> Stomping her foot a few times in laughter. If she's if they're still distracted, I'm just going to beat at the door until she can get out. Okay. So, uh, while this is happening, uh, Leiden and, uh, and Vary, what are you two doing? Um... Well, Uh, Just adding noise. I mean, Leiden asked a question and then was like, okay, yeah, no fair. If they figured out we're nobles, that's about, okay, fair. And then she's just going to settle back down because she's too tired for this nonsense. And there's probably a crew upstairs. So where are we going to go? Oh, yeah, Claudette's not trying to actually get out. She's just being petty. It's like, oh, oh, if I'm bruised, it's going to lower your price? Fine. Very. So, where are we going, anyways? <laughs> uh, we're going somewhere nice and fun, or at least. I mean, that does sound like fun, but let's see. You're an artificer, right? Yeah. So you have tools on you. Ooh. Well, depending on what the captain says, you might fetch quite a nice price. I mean, I like to think of myself as incredibly valuable. Good. Well, we'll see exactly how that holds up when we get you down under. Mm, how far down under? On who? Oh, honey. Under. <sighs> Bellatar. Where is Bellatar? Bellatar? I would like everybody who hears that name to make me a history roll to see if you know what the hell it is. Uh, cool. And Ivy can make me another strength roll. Cool. Ooh. Nat 20 on the history. 17 on the strength. Whoa, I got 23 on history. Uh, Nine. On the, on the strength, you could spend your determination, Ivy. So that ends up sure, being a total I'll of 27. Spend my determination. Sounds good. All right, you were going to kick the cage one last time, and the bolt, the hinge bolt, is going to pop free. Cool. Uh, if they're so, distracted. Did someone else say they spent determination? No. Okay, cool. Uh, Ivy, oh. you just had determination bot again. <laughs> all right, uh, everybody else on your rolls. Thank what did you all get? So, uh, I need, I'm looking for a 16 on this. 27. 23. 
27. Uh, With a nat 20. Perfect. Uh, Bellatar is a city in the Underdark. Oh, shit. Characteristically ran by the drow. Oh, but that sounds interesting. I probably don't want to go there, do I? Uh, they are not friendly aligned with Emery's. Mm. It'll be fine. Uh, Ivy, you're going to kick the door out. And will she notice that? She will not notice that. What the hell? What do you do? Um, are they... So they are kind of moving... Are they both near Claudette? No. Okay, I thought I didn't know if they were walking up towards her. So she's still at the table, but she's kind of looking away. Uh, she is looking toward where she is having the discussion with uh, Ivy, very, uh, me, with very Leiden and Claudette, yeah. Okay. Um, Ivy's going to try and make a... Is that hatchet still... Or is that gun hatchet thing still on the table? Uh, yeah, he it grab is. it? Cool, so she's going to try and go for that. Okay, so popping out. I'd like you to uh, make me a... Ooh, let's... I guess make me an initiative roll. Okay. Ah, okay, no, we're not using the mat. I'm rolling off the table. Oh, come here, come here, dice box. Come here, beautiful. Okay, Ivy, 17. 17, one sec while I check my stats. Uh, you are, here we go. Okay, so Ivy, lunging forward, you are going to be able to grab the edge of uh, of that pistol axe. What do you do? She's going to um, try and wrap it around her throat. Okay. All right. Uh, make me an attack roll. Cool. All right. So, you can, um, you, so this is actually going to be a grapple roll, so what you're going to do is you're going to make me an athletics check. Athletics check? So, cool. Cool. Uh, it is strength athletics to grab... Yeah, and it is contested by my dex or strength, and uh, it's either my acrobatics or my athletics. Oh, it's actually not half bad. All right, it's gonna be a seventeen. Uh, seventeen. I am not trained in that, strangely. <laughs> so last time I used used thug for these stats. Um, <laughs> all right, so you are just going to barely wrap your arm around her neck, putting the side of the axe blade against her artery. <clears throat> What's the plan, friend? I don't know, but you're hurting my friend up there. He's only... I'm not hurting anyone right now. Let's keep it that way. Take me to your captain. (laughs) Did you literally just say, take me to your leader? (laughs) Ivy doesn't get it. No, Ivy. At that point, Barry's gonna start laughing. Claude is gonna bounce again to try it. I think she'll have noticed this over his shoulder and be like, "Shit!" Uh, Can you make me a strength check? Make me a strength check. Yeah. Can Can she try and kick out? Yeah, you may. Make me a strength check. You know what? I'm gonna use. Okay. I I know the the durability of these things. Hey, nineteen. 
Not, okay, you are actually going to kick forward, uh, and the front of the cage is going to fly open and crack this guy right in the side of his nose. Um, oh, blood is sorry. going to spill out, and he's going to stumble back. Uh, you are going to be able to crawl out. Oh yeah, my! She's going to go. She's going to respond with, "Oh, sorry," and try and crawl out. What does she have a gun? What is? Oh my! God. He's going to start like reaching for uh, for one of the blades on his shirt. Uh, he's, she's going to try and get behind the other cage. I'll say <laughs> okay. blood curse binding on him. Okay. Uh, what's what is there a say for that? Um, uh, I have to, I have it up right now. I'm just going to read because this is a new one for Please. me. I can have to bind a creature. It's no more than one size larger than you. They must see, succeed in a strength saving throw or their speed, have their speed reduced to zero. Uh, his speed is reduced to zero. You are going to cast, uh, you're going to cast that and he's going, like, blood is pouring down his face. And as you look at that, you're going to see the blood begin to turn black and little tendrils of it are going to slink back up his nose. And oh, that's he, horrifying. He is going to go white as a sheet, rigid, and and fall over. And uh, the girl is going to scream what? at that point. She's going to, well, she's just actually going to scream his name, which is Beauregard! Uh, upstairs, you are going to hear a hell of a commotion, Talfrin. And behind you, you'll hear... So, I think your idiots are trying to break out. Oh, that sounds like them. Shall we? Let's go talk to him. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, yes, uh, Amy, what's up? Yeah, um, the person who fell over, do they look like they just died? Uh, <laughs> they look like they just had a heart attack, yeah. Spare the dying. Okay, that sounds great. Um, do you, do you have to touch oh, them for that? Shit. Nope, because if it's, um, because I'm oh, a dark, great cleric, cleric. cleric, I can do it. Yep, thirty within thirty feet um, as a bonus action. So okay. she just looks over and goes like, "Fine, it's gonna kind of breathe them." Did, did I? Did did I? How? I don't think so. Um, I didn't mean to. Cages. No. Ivy, Ivy, do you have a plan here? I don't have. I didn't the even keys. really need to do that. He does. Okay. I, Ivy? Yes? You, there's a crew upstairs? Yeah. And we, we don't take... have any gear. I... I don't think you saw, thought this I, through, Ivy. I didn't. Um, Claudette is gonna try and make sure that he's still breathing and heart is beating and Grab kind of roll keys. him to the side so he doesn't Captain! choke on. Claudette, drag him over here. She's gonna, like, try and muffle her screaming with her hand. Just doing what you asked for, bitch! Very is laughing in her cage. Yeah, I think that's all she can do. Uh, <laughs> but like, like she, she's just keeled over laughing at this because this is like she's not trying to escape or anything. Like, this is hilarious. Well, that's gonna find the keys that she mentioned and. Okay, you start unlocking cages. Are you going to unlock the cage of the Templar? I'm gonna unlock the cat first. Oh, thank you. Because he was with us first. And then I'll start heading towards the Templar. Being a little unsure because Emregian after everything we've been dealing with. Really appreciate the help, Miss Belmont. Yeah, so who... Um, 
who were you guarding? If you'd be so kind. Uh, you see, I've had some issues recently, and... That was a con- that's a condition of my release? Yes, sorry. I'm part of the Royal Vanguard, he whispers in your ear. Oh. Um, she's going to ask if the phrase for the the order thing means anything to him. I've forgotten the exact phrase thing again. guy is he looks honest uh you can make me insight roll looks very confused at least <laughs> well that's a nat one <laughs> uh you are 100 percent not sure he could be totally suspicious right now or he could be totally honest all right well try not to make the situation worse okay i will do my darndest she has no reason not to so <laughs> She'll let him out. I'll remember this. And as you crack it open, you are going to hear the sound of a... uh, of a slide being drawn upstairs. Zin, are you alright? Someone calls down. She'll take her hand (laughs) off. I'm getting a shave right now. And Beauregard's down. You'll hear a creak overhead. He's still breathing. Parlay. I mean, whoops, that's not Ivy's voice. Parlay. <laughs> and uh, as you all turn around what? and are let out of your cages, looking down uh, from above, you see a ring of disparate faces, all tanned from sea work, but some of them a bit paler than you'd expect. Um, Like, we're talking all races and creeds here. Um, Tritons and drow and halflings and dwarves and a gnome, and even a githyanki, glancing down into the depths of this ship. And two faces are going to strike you as particularly strange. One is going to be a warforge with cable-like dreadlocks dangling around what appears to be obviously a her from the way that she's built, literally built, uh, looks down with a captain's tricorn on top of it. Parlay, she says. And directly ab- above her, looking down, you're going to see a mildly inebriated Talfrin leaning down. Oh, Talfrin, you're okay! What? Oh, yeah, mostly. I mean, they were talking like they were beating the shit out of you. Yeah, I broke out of here because I I thought you were- a little bit, but you know, it's all right, something I can't handle. She will, she will take off- I have bruises for you. She'll drop the, um, the the, the hatchet gun. Is it fire? I really fucking hope not. (laughs) No! Um, I wish Kelly uses a hurt them more. I'm gonna use a hurt them more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no! well, Claudette's oh my in the god! Back and I, I rolled it. I rolled it. I rolled it. Now did one. you shoot me? Who did uh, you shoot? When you remind the teacher about homework. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So there. Are. Okay. Uh, so there is going to be a gunshot that echoes as you drop the axe. It goes into the ground, and you'll hear ping, 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 ping as the musket ball, or pardon me, as the uh, the flintlock ball bounces off of the walls and 
actually is going to ricochet, ping up through the hole, um, blur past Talfrin's hair enough that like little Ooh. bits of blonde are going to fall, and spin the captain's tricorn around 30 degrees. <laughs> oh, that's just gonna... <laughs> That was, that was a shot. <laughs> what are you doing, Ivy? I just dropped the gun. Yeah, none of this was planned, was it? The um. Did you drop one? The Warforge is going to look up directly into Talfrin's face and go, "Are you sure you don't want me to kill them?" Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. This time, preferably. This not. time. Well, I think introductions are in order. <laughs> Welcome aboard the Maiden's Lament. And I think this is a good time for us to go to break. But quickly, <laughs> any of you can make me a history roll. Uh, DC 15 to know uh, a bit of the reputation of the ship. So you want to know what I got? Yeah. Ah, it's a three. Leighton was apparently 25. asleep through all of her history classes. She doesn't know any of this. Wait, Claudette paid all the attention. Yeah. 11. 11. Eleven. Ivy doesn't really care. She just you knows really parlay care. from books. That's all she knows is reading books is parlay. Goddamn. All right. So uh, with that, uh, we're going to go to break real quick. Uh, the two of you who got above 20 on that one for sure might have actually read some dime store fiction that was written about this thing. It's kind of a little bit contraband, and it's some of like the seedier shops, uh, except in Zetrovia. They have a lot of it because Zetrovians really... Like, they like Emery's, and they're part of Emery's, but they also hate Emery's in Zetrovia. They're kind of like the Quebec of, of Emery's. <laughs> so, uh, folks, we will be right back. Don't go anywhere, and we'll parlay in a minute. Hey everybody, it's Kelly here. I just wanted to let you know that if you like this podcast, you can support it directly on patreon.com slash dorktales. Doing so allows you to help the creator directly, but also gives you access to a bunch of additional features. For example, a once a month behind the scenes podcast. You also gain access to exclusive Patreon games like Strixhaven, A Curriculum of Chaos and Technocracy Zero Sum, a whopping three months before the general public. That's a great deal. On top of that, as of January, you'll also have access to our new bi-weekly Dork Tales the Podcast, which is a D&D homebrew game that's actually recorded live in person for a change and stars myself, Christine, Robin, and Krista. Uh, it is a high fantasy game full of chaos and mayhem, and I think you're absolutely going to love it. And if you are a member of the Patreon, you will get it three months before it shows up on this podcast platform. To encourage you to consider joining the Patreon, here's a random 30-second clip from Dork Tales the Podcast for your listening pleasure. Oh, third corner. Is <laughs> <laughs> it still taste after all this time? <laughs> Unless the fish man was using it. Oh no! <laughs> tastes fishy. Tastes <laughs> fishy. That works on showing levels. <laughs> It's a pretty great time. Dork Tales the Podcast is going to be releasing on our Patreon in January and should be in general release around March or April of next year. Hopefully you'll be able to join us early, but if not, be sure to tune in, leave comments and reviews, and we'll see you there. Thanks so much for your time. Have happy holidays. And now, back to the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Reign of Emerys here on Dork Tales. After you're freed from the holding cells beneath the ship, you are brought up and pulled to a long table. 
Brown Tooth, the dwarf that was ha in the midst of having a seizure, has been stabilized and put to bed. The rest of you are layered around a, a small, long table. Seems a bit of an oxymoron, but it's not. Um, over at the center of this thriving, humid space, surrounded by more than a dozen pirates and this tall, imposing Warforge figure. A drow with tremendously fuzzy white hair serves you all slightly watery seafood chowder. It's the best I could do. Hope you don't mind it. Thank you. Oh, it's not bad. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's good drunk food. It's not bad, eh? Yeah. The Warforge leans against the railing of the kitchen and glowers down at you. At least you think she's glowering. It's really hard to tell when a permanent scowl is etched onto the steel of her face. Beneath you, you can still feel and hear the roll of the waves. You're moving at a solid clip. And are any of you uh, see sick? Or uh, do any of you get motion sick? No. Okay. I don't know. Well, everybody go ahead and make me a con save then. Uh, basically, I'm looking for a 10 or up. And I have something didn't good do happens. very well, but it would be really hard for me to fail, so I got a 13. Okay. <laughs> I got a 15. All right, 15. Good. 15. 16. All right, so all of you are fine. Ooh, I have to roll that for That one. Uh, I'm going to let you roll again with something good happens. Okay. I'm going to just switch the other die. All right. I was just like, oh, shit. Oh, and I'm going to roll for the carbuncle. The carbuncle is going to be ill. Would you roll another now one? Okay, well, I did what I could, guys. Claudette apparently gets seasick. Claudette leans over a bucket and empties the freshly swallowed chowder. At least it tastes oh. basically the same on the way back up this time. Had you waited much longer, it would have been worse. Uh, Claudette, you're going to take a level of exhaustion from this. Okay. Um, She's just going to kind of curl around this oh. bucket and just moan. <laughs> Next to you, the carbuncle, this large cat, about three feet long with that garnet embedded in the center of its forehead, is going to move over, move over, it says, and upchucks into the bucket as well. You'll push it over and then bring it back and then push it over. <laughs> They'll just trade it back and forth. I, I, I was not designed to be on a boat. Yeah, but me, me neither. There, okay. there. So, where are you all headed? The captain says, her metallic voice echoing across the chamber. Originally, before we picked you up, floating like... Well, like bog corpses, to be 100%. Where were we told to? Uh, Vexner We were given Gally. a name. Yeah, Vexner Galley. Uh, Vexner Galley. That's where we're head trying to go. That's what we're supposed to do until we got blown off a cliff. The Vexner Galley. Yeah. The captain turns, and nearby, one of, uh, one of the slider-built women aboard will lean over and say, Old Ruins. 
up at the north side. Hmm, let's see. And what brings you up there? And how did you end up floating? I said explosion off of a cliff. Ah, <laughs> yes you did. Sorry, I was listening yeah. for my friend. Hmm. You are Claudette Belmont. What gave me away? Is that a joke? Like, seriously, a lot of things, actually. The crest on your shirt. Oh, I forgot about that. It's on all my clothes. And your underwear. I checked yeah, myself. Yeah, as I said, all my clothes. Well, what do we have? We have a priest. Priestess. We just have an, a builder of some kind. We have the strangest looking Nernite I've ever seen. Very pale, aren't you? Are you an albino? She says, looking directly at you, Ivy. So, I'm assuming Ivy has never heard the word Nernite before, right? Uh, no, you have not. Cool. What did you just call me? A Nernite, one of, one of the Dark Goddess's children. I... No. Hmm. Well. What should I do with you? Talfren? Hmm. What would you have me do with them? I'm sure the Claudette Belmont would be worth quite a ransom. Hmm. Your parents still I rich? I doubt that. But I'm think... here too. Oh yes, I'm the talking cat. <laughs> I think they'd be more useful to you. It's not ransom though. They're they're pretty skilled. Mm-hmm. Skilled. I build things that explode. Or rather, there I build things to explode. And those will fetch a, fetch a, a, a fair price, too, right? Yes. We don't need anything exploding where we're going. I'm an Imperial Science Blood Hunter. Was. Oh, you're a science project. I was, too. Funny. What's your number? Are you trying to pick me up? I promise. You're, um, not not my type. But I think I'd probably break you. <laughs> Is this one serious? She is giving me a look. Oh, oh, she, oh yeah. Oh, she's serious. What do you mean, what's your number? Well, if you're a, a project, what was your assigned number? My serial number is none of your fucking business. We don't go by those. We're no longer slaves. We were released during the war. Yeah, the most recent one. No masters, no slaves. Except for you, Talfren. Uh. Tell you what. Mm. 
We're headed that way anyway, eventually down to Balatar. Before then, I have a stopover. I have to meet a friend. A friend that might be interested in seeing your... Well, your brands. I've seen them before. They look different than the normal ones. Okay. She might be able to help break them. You know how to get rid of them? Be interested. I, I don't, but she might. Yes, Amy. Have we ever heard of them being broken in such a way? Or is this like something that it's supposed to be for life, you can never get free of it? It's supposed to be for life, but there's there are probably yeah. ways to do it's that. It's magic. There's always going to yeah. be a way. Sorry, but like, still, I like, was trying to figure this out deal. anyways. She yeah. was just like, but to have somebody who might know. Oh, that's mm. exciting. Yeah. Okay. That's just all I was curious about. So, for the rest of you, you all come from, well, what is the term? Privilege? Not privileged. Well, you're owned by the Empire, and the Empire has deep coffers. Each man, Ooh, woman, and person chooses their own destiny, though. Tell me why I should let you go, each of you. Well, I have a feeling that a faction of the Empire maybe decided to order my brother to his death and are potentially going to do the same to me. Uh, so I don't really agree with them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I'm exploring options at the moment. Exploring I would like options? to continue exploring options. Are you looking options. to defect? I don't know. Have you considered piracy? It's quite lucrative. I have not ever actually considered that. It was, it's only ever been in storybooks, really. <laughs> only in storybooks. We were attacked you? by Imperials in Magitek armor, and, now, and then they threatened to kill my family, so now I kind of want to get even with them. But honestly, eh. And I, I go where she goes and lead in points at Claudette. <laughs> Similar oh, to are you two? I should have put you in the same cage. Sisters. Exactly. I should have put you in the same cage because you're sisters. You don't look anything alike, but who am I to judge? I can't tell humans apart. I mean, we both have light hair. Claudette's just gonna roll with it, just like, whatever. <laughs> Now what about you, Science Project? Similar situation to Claudette, I've... Oh, your brother's being murdered? No, but What's I realize number? the... I don't have a brother. I only have sisters. And I've also realized that maybe the people that I've been forced to work for and kept in cells with might not be the good people. Oh, so they're calling like themselves the Empire might not be good people. Why wouldn't... Why haven't I thought of that? The crew will start laughing at that. When you've only been raised one way, and you aren't ex given experience for anything else... Make me a persuasion It's hard to form... Okay. Oh boy, Ivy. Oh, you have a plus three to persuasion. Okay, okay. I believe in you. That's going to be a dirty 20. Okay. 
Um, so you're going to kind of trail off because you see that she looks at you intently and something's going to twinkle in the blue, the blue light of her eyes. Yes, I know exactly what that's like. All right. Let's make this interesting. All of you have pleaded your case except for you. I'm a cat. All right, the cat can go free. Thank you. That's fair. I have no problem. I have no problem with magical beasts. And you. I'm afraid we're going to keep you. She says, looking over at Cass. Yes, lead him. I was just. Has he in the better lighting? Has he be- looked more familiar to any of us? Um, no, you've probably seen, you feel like you've seen him at balls and things before, though. Yeah, okay. Just also why Claudette was a little circumspect with what she was saying. <laughs> and just kind of being like, well, she's, she's considering it. I don't deserve to be let go if you're keeping Imperials. My what? loyalty to the Empire is... I understand that you have issues with it. <laughs> we have issues with it. The Empire is a living being. It can change and grow as well. Yeah, but will it? Well, until somebody stands up and takes us down. Because right now they're all about murdering families because they got a bad day. So... Well, no very. To be fair, my cousin is a douchebag. Yeah, your cousin's a douchebag. Yes, I know really that word's not good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're in a tavern. Thank you very much. Yeah, it does. So we should have this one walk the plank, if you have to. Ooh, balls! Tell you what, Miss Belmont. You're the noble here. What do you think? You just defended him. I don't know him. Oh, you defended him against one of your friends. Let's make this interesting. Well, I mean, just because I don't know him doesn't mean that he might not make a good point. You don't have to do anything. I defend the idea that the Empire could change. Many of them are awful, it seems like. I'm not... Having... I only left school a month ago. Let's make this interesting, then. A battle of wits. Pick one of you. One of you. What are you doing? What are we doing? We're going to... We're going to decide who gets to go free. A simple game. Beat me, and a lot of you go free. Fail. And I welcome you to my crew. Hmm. Well, the one who loses the game, at least. 
The rest of you will have to figure out what to do with. What say you? Who is daring enough to risk this? I'll even throw in, uh, even throw in your cop friend. And, sorry, it was a battle of wits? Battle of wits. Well, if I'll protect my friends, then... <laughs> Lay it and shut up. Perfect. Oh, that's interesting. Someone win both ways for me anyway. We'll make this nice and quick. Bring the Ooh. dice! Uh, Christine, can you do me a favor? Yes. Can you separate five six-sided dice from your set? Okay, I need to grab some more. We're going to play a very simple game. It's called Liar's Dice. Do you know of it? Nope. What are the rules? Tell you what, I'll allow any of you as well to join in. But if you do, All right. mm -hmm. servitude, willing, ten years. Fine. Alright. Alright. Uh, each of you will need five six-sided dice. Uh, there is a maximum number of players that I can actually handle this with. Okay. Uh, so, I think the max is... Okay. One other person to play with, but three is recommended. So I can do, I can do probably four. Including myself. Okay, um, Leadin might sit out then. Okay. Ivy so. literally has nothing to lose, she's gonna... Sounds yeah, it's helping me totally in. Okay, so here is the deal. We're going to play Liar's Dice, and I'm going to explain how to do it real quick. For those of you listening at home or watching right now, <laughs> this is the way it works, and this is an explanation because they did this in Pirates of the Caribbean as well. Here's the deal. You're going to take five dice, okay? You are going to, historically, you use a cup, which is how she is going to do it. Each of you is given a cup and five dice, well, each of you who are in the game. You then roll. Uh, you must roll your dice at the beginning of the game. After a completed challenge, uh... Uh, and should more or should your dice land in a stack, you have to re-roll them. That's not going to happen because we're using dice trays. So, what happens is this: you roll your dice. I've rolled my dice. Uh, do not touch them once they have been rolled. And what we do is going around in a circle. And the way that we are sitting at the table, we have the captain, we have uh, Talfrin, we have Leoden. Our lead-in is not in it, so we have Ivy, uh, and then we have Claudette. Okay, so that is the turn order we are going to go in. The way the game works is this. Unless called by the first bidder, ones are wild. In this case, ones are going to be wild. The goal of this is to guess how many of a number are going to be on the table at a time. Okay? Uh, I am going to put a quick version of this in the chat right now so that anybody who wants to can check the rules that is in the Twitch chat. So, uh, basically, uh, so ones are wild. Uh, bid for all the dice on the table. If four or more people are playing, there are 20 dice on the table. It is possible that someone could say there are 20 fours on the table. And the way that it works is that 
you can may only challenge on your turn and may only challenge the current bid. Um, basically, uh, there are no ties. So the way that it works is I start the bids, for example. Um, you can never go down. You must always go up, starting with twos. So I could say there are five twos. You can't see my dice. You can only see yours. If you have three twos on in your cup, yeah, that's probably a fair bet. You might want to say there are six twos. Seven twos, maybe. And we keep going up. That becomes the new low bid. You can change it by either changing the number of, of the dice type or the number of dice. For example, uh, Ivy bids, oh, there are eight twos. I could counter and say, yeah, but there are eight threes too. At any point, uh, you may, uh, let's see, just double checking because it's been a while. Uh, you may not pass and uh, uh, on your turn, uh, you can, you can uh, call the person before you a liar. If it is proven that they are a liar when they show their hand, they are out of the game and lose. Otherwise, it keeps escalating to ridiculous degrees until the game maxes out. Okay, so it just... It only matters when somebody calls it as a liar. I believe so, yes. I'm going to just okay. double, double check this a bit because it has been a while since I played this. So it would be if everybody shows their dice and then you re-roll at that point? That's a good question, actually. Because uh, if they're just showing their hand, well, that doesn't tell you anything about the total. If the challenge the is right and the dice show the hand ranking is lower than the... Yeah. Um, uh, so basically, if you call someone a liar and they are telling the truth, um, in this version, they're going to win the game. Okay. So we basically have to guess what everybody else has. Yep, so that's going to be and the then, nice and easy one. Ones are wild okay. in this one. Okay. Cool. So has everybody rolled their dice? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, so roll your dice and then do not touch them. The cups are handed out and you all take a moment and roll. It's funny, this is actually going to rely on Christine's ability, not Claudette's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, Caitlin wasn't prepared. <laughs> Christine was not prepared either. Kevin was not prepared either. <laughs> Next to be you. <laughs> I hate you. I was Sorry. like, Telfren's got lucky, so I could just... I was going to say, Ivy has great sleight of hand and stealth, man. <laughs> well, g game of wits, that's got, like, amazing intelligence. Mm -hmm. Let's start this off right. She explains the rules to you very briskly. I'll start this off right. Six threes. Wait, am I next? Tal Talfron. Oh. I think there are seven threes. It's a lot of threes. Ivy. No, I think there's more. I think there's eight threes. Eight threes. Claudette. Eight 
five sixes. There's this gleam in her eyes. She can't really move her facial muscles because she doesn't have any. Uh, Look at you. I thought you were the one that blew things up. She glances down at you, Very. Five sixes. Nine sixes is what you really meant to say, isn't it? Talfrin. Uh, you may pass by leaving the game, by the way. But then do I automatically lose? Yep. Uh, so if that's the case, I'm just going to say, ah, I think you're a liar. That was quick. Yeah, well. Wait, oh. can we go to other numbers? I don't understand. Not once it's at six. No, that's what I thought. She just, uh, Claudette just pulled the nuclear option. That's okay. what I thought. That's what so, I thought. And uh, then we had like nine sixes? Nine sixes. Let's count. All right. So uh, counting ones and sixes for wild, are there at least nine of them in play? Hold up. On the count of three, hold up the number of fingers that are sixes or ones. Ready? One, two, three. Seven. So that's including ones and sixes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why Claudette went conservative with it. <laughs> <sighs> well, fair's fair. That escalated quickly. You are definitely... You are... I figured four was... Five was, uh... A safe bet. And you I guys have to have at least three. Be, I figured there'd be more wilds there. You are definitely his daughter, aren't you? You've met my father, then. Warforge don't age, honey. I don't really know about his time before having a family. He doesn't share. Fine, then. Claudette, you are free to go. As are your friends, and as is your uh, your fed boy. Well, I mean, you've done us such a service by pulling us from the ocean. Can we assist you with a job? I would not have a debt be left behind. We'll talk about that. But if <coughs> my calculations are correct... Captain! Land ho! We're coming aboard! Head upstairs. You might want to see this part. Very's gonna trot happily upstairs. Alright, headed up... Claudette will carefully move upstairs. <laughs> She's managed to throw up, I think, everything in her stomach at this point, so... She was desperately holding on to her dignity there for a few minutes. Uh, that was a tremendous... Out of character real quick, that was a tremendous balls move right there. And I am yeah. See, very... I looked and it was like, I have two. The others have to probably at least have three. 
let's just get this done. That was <laughs> like, that was that was impressive though. Like that was wow. Claudette. Like I am wow. actually very impressed with Claudette. <laughs> and she was sweet the whole time too. Oh man, that is so good. Uh, wow. With that, you head upstairs, and as you do, you find yourselves out on the deck of this quite large galleon. The waves crash beneath you, and as they do, you'll see the coastline of Avalcini in the distance, the crystal spires that rut out of the ground, rupturing the earth and plunging up toward the sky like needles. The crystalline landscape here is imposing. And you can see along the side of the marble cliff faces, dozens and dozens of boreholes, as if by giant creatures, perhaps the royal worms. As you come out, the uh, rest of the crew on deck, another dozen of them turn and look your direction. A Githyanki turns to you, his yellow skin, long ears, and tattooed head gleaming in the early morning light. You might want to do your best to hang on. She's already hanging on quite tightly because of the seasickness. Here you'll realize that there are lashes bolted into the ground with pull strings, basically little handles for you, little... Um, almost like lanyards, retractable ones that you can lash around your wrists or legs. She's going to reach for one. As you what, do... What the causes that? The Underdark. Lots of stuff. That's why you fucks could never... Watch your language. These are free people. Sorry, Captain. I didn't see you there. There's a reason the Empire could never take Avalcini. Most of it's under the country. Hmm. Captain, are we ready? Bring us up. We have an appointment in the Glade. Bring us up. Gears will begin to click and hum. And at the back, on the top deck at rear, you are going to see a tremendous object begin to glow. There we go. And let's get some get a little screen time uh, to the back of this where we have the beautiful, beautiful map that our friend James made. Because this deserves some screen time. Uh, as the engines at the back begin to glow and pulse, the ship is going to start to crest the top of the wave as if pushed from behind by an immense power. And that, that's going to forget her seasickness for a minute to look. Now, I have to ask you a very important question, Claudette. Yes. You get seasick, but do you get airsick? The oh, ship shit. takes off. Uh-oh. Very is all for this. She is stoked on Oh, yeah, what's you're happening. fine. You're you're fine. Well, let's find out. <laughs> The ship takes off, moving upwards. No! <laughs> you you do not like it? No, air sickness apparently is not a thing for Claudette. It's just seasickness. The boat begins to take off, and at that point, you are going to hear... And some oh! of the sails from beneath the boat are going to arc over, forming a canopy that catches the artificial wind and lifts off. 
before oh. long, you are oh, gliding through the air. Claudette's going to lean over the side as much as she can to look back at that. Not maybe, bad. Maybe don't. Oh, she she ain't listening. Uh, Lita's just going to hold on for dear life then and just be like, oh no. Ivy's also like leaning over the side, holding on to those lashes, being like, this is kind of awesome. Mary's running up to look at the engines. Okay, they are fantastic, like, pulsar, pulsar engines. It looks like there's something glowing inside of them, some type of, almost like, looks like looking into a nebula inside of this domed cage. Investigation roll? Uh, this would be an arcana roll. Arcana roll? Yeah. Ooh, that's so cool. <gasps> Lydon, can you see ooh. that? Ooh, ooh. Yep. That's a good, that's a good one. That's a good it's one. It's high. Um, 22. 22 um it is it looks like oh god what even is this it looks like it looks like a bound elemental crazy not bad right oh it's lovely the boat crests the edge of the island, almost taking a part of its rudder off as it goes up. Sorry, Captain! Uh, you're... you're getting the hang of it. It's fine. How about the rest of you? Enjoying the view? Is... It's oh, yeah. quite beautiful, yes. Is that an elemental you have in there? Something like that, yes. Oh, this is fantastic. We have to hack <sighs> a bit here. We don't have quite the technology that the Empire does, but we get around. Oh, the airships my family worked on aren't, aren't nearly as cool as this. Well. True. But we come from a long line of artificers ourselves. <laughs> Is it a gleam in various eyes? I, I she says that. We do what we can. The ship flies over the coast of Avalcini. Now, Avalcini itself is this mix of strangely large trees dotting the landscape, shards of crystal jutting up through them, vines wrapping around them in this symbiosis of crystalline formation and organic growth. You see creatures taking flight with four, six wings. Things moving through the trees that are simultaneously human, inhuman. Simian creatures, monkeys. And things that are kind of a hybrid between the two move as well. Claudette's just going to be super, like, awed and excited. I roll to see how charming that is. Yes, you may. I'm guessing persuasion. Yeah, uh, you know, just basically do a do a charisma, a charisma save, versus how cool this is, or a wisdom save. Your call. Wisdom saves better, um, but I'm trying to mainly. I'm more interested in how she looks to others. Like, is she charming others by her excitement uh, and just? Oh, okay, yeah. Then sorry, I thought you were like, am I charmed by this? No, no. 
I want to see like how much maybe she's warming her way into people's <laughs> at least good graces <laughs> by just being her sweetness. This Claudette knowing that everything she does is on display for everybody at all times and therefore every action must be <laughs> a little bit. Partially, but also just like the yeah. glee and excitement of like doing this. Yeah. How How is that coming across to others? Like, What'd you get on your roll? Uh, well, I rolled a 17 and what am I adding to it? Uh, persuasion will work. Persuasion? Okay, so that will be uh, 22. Okay. Uh, so you are quite adorable, actually. Um, and as you are, actually, um, this cast guy is going to kind of, like, stand near you. Thank you. You oh, single-handedly... No. You single-handedly won my freedom. I will not forget this. Thank you. Uh, and he is uh, quite, quite attractive, actually. Now, like up here on the bow of the ship, you know, his his kind of buzz side, his wind long hair, his yeah, his dark wind blown hair. I'm thinking that he's kind of like on the Z- on the Zac Efron scale of. Okay, so she'll kind of smile, blush, and look away. <laughs> and he's framed by like the blowing wind and the sea. Like this is like this is primo shit. <sighs> To her poor sheltered little heart, yes. Nearby, very, you are going to see um, a pair of uh, a pair of people are eyeing you as well as you're gleefully standing on the on the bow of the ship, um, your hair kind of whipping around you. One of them is that eye patched halfling man. How you doing? Is he attractive? You know, he ain't for considering the eye patch and the scar. He ain't half bad, actually. He's kind of like. He's a, what is the term I'm thinking of here? He's tough guy handsome. Okay. Like any actor in mind? Uh, God. Uh, so hold on. I'm going to look up tough, tough <laughs> looking actor. Uh, let's see real quick. Kelly checks Google and you know what? He is the halfling uh, the halfling, one-eyed halfling equivalent of, uh, what the hell is this guy's name? I've got his photo up. He's the halfling equivalent of the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Charlie Hunnam. What was the last name? I don't know. Hunnam? Thanks. He was in Pacific Rim. Yeah, Hun, Hunnam, two ends. Yeah, not bad. I mean, minus like an eye and stuff. Either that, not or bad at all. Either that, or he's the Jason Statham. Very no. kind of the the rough look. He's not the Jason Statham. I would have had to oi 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 the entire time. <laughs> you want you want to play some soccer? Um, and the other that is kind of looking at you is still rubbing her throat. Uh, the Tian girl, uh, oh. who you might have learned his name is uh, is Zen Iron Legs. Oh, I like and them he's, both. And he's Clax and Bortusk. So, I like them both. They're both pretty great. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's a pirate ship. I don't know that you have to make a choice. 
Varys is gonna just, um, uh, yeah, Varys gonna look back and I, I guess, I guess, see, see, see them both. Uh, are they near each other? No, they're kind of on opposite sides. You're in the oh, middle. God damn. So, so Varys kind of like Varys at the front. She's like looking between them, like. And as you're kind of like, you're absorbing this. No, no, you don't really have anything to do at this point. Uh, yeah. But uh, you're just kind Claudia's of. going to just start pointing stuff out that she notices to uh, the fellow. She's like, oh. oh, and look there. As you, um, as you clear a bunch of the landscape, I want to know what uh, Talfrin and Leiden are doing. Leiden has eyebrows raised and is partially looking off the side of the ship at the view, but also looking at Claudette flirting with the guy and being like, uh-huh. It's very sweet, light, innocent flirting. Yeah, she's still like, uh-huh. <laughs> Holy crap, this dice cannot, he's he's very attractive. I rolled a 19 on his attractiveness. Hmm. Damn. Yeah, he's Zac, he's Zac Efron like two years ago. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's pretty much it. She's just kind of keeping an eye on that. And also just in case, I don't know, the ship, something happens with the ship and she has to like go and pop her wings and go rescue Claudette. That's you true. know, you will notice that Claudette has whatever that thing is wrapped around her wrist. Mm. Yeah, well, bring still a mild concern. Bringing it down! Ivy, can I get you to do me a favor? Can you make me a will save? Oh shit. I mean, also at some point, whenever everyone's being romantic, I think for the first time ever, Ivy's gonna go, oh shit, Dirk. Um, this is at your, some point. Yes, that's what your will save is about. That's what my will save is about? Awesome, cool. Ah! I just wanna make sure that. Uh... Okay, well, okay. good. Okay, cool. Um, oh boy, wisdom A. All right. Wisdom B. <laughs> um, That's gonna be a nine. Okay, so you are not going to jump off the ship in dismay, which is nice. Good, that's good. <laughs> um, so as you uh, as you're there, you're gonna feel a sudden <clears throat> in your chest as you realize that you've left Dirk behind because your thought oh, yeah. is how nice this would be for Dirk to be uh, here with you. I was literally thinking that this whole time, Kelly. So I'm glad you read my mind because that's exactly Always. what Ivy was was thinking. It's just like the, the camera pans. It's like, <gasps> Dirk. Oh, <laughs> That's no. basically her reaction. Talfrin, you're going to hear that out of the corner of your ear. All right, he'll have just been like leaning against the side, just kind of like trying to like sober up with the wind in his face and like think about Brayden. Oh, yeah. What? He was left in that. Oh, they're not going to. No, that'll be fine. He was, he was, he's always fine. We'll, uh, we'll go back for him at some point. It's not some point. As soon as we can. As soon as we can. Bring us down. We're here. Descending into Mark Holford, one of them says. And slowly, they begin to lower into a large glade in the middle of one of these immense forests. 
the ship will begin to hover. Letting out these large pulses. Keep us afloat. One of the one of the uh, the deckhands says. You, you're coming with me, all of you. Give them their belongings. Each of you has your equipment returned to you. Yay! Oh, thank you. A stairwell <laughs> out of the side of out of the side of the boat, touching down onto the ground. I really do probably need to get different clothing. Claudia, Claudia, you're a magic key type, right? Do you what? have any way of contacting people? We'd be left dark in that city. Oh, no, I don't know sending. If we come across it, I can learn it and use it, but... I just... We left him with the Empire, and if... I, he seemed like a very smart man. I'm sure he would know not to say that he came with us and to disappear into the population. Yeah, he's, I, he's good at figuring his way out of things. I know, I just... I want to make sure he's okay. I'm not used to this. Come with me. As as uh, as she walks uh, uh, towards uh, towards where they're going, Vary's gonna turn to the halfling and the girl and wink at both of them. Make me two persuasion rolls. I will absolutely <laughs> do that, Kelly. I believe in you. Not one. Not one. All right. This one's halfling and this one's this one's girl. And they're both pretty good. Okay. That was that was persuasion. It's persuasion. Uh, that was a seventeen on the halfling. Uh, yeah, seventeen on the halfling, mm -hmm. and a fifteen on the girl. That sounds right. Guys are always a little easier. Uh, it, it, it's true. It's true. All right. So they're gonna both kind of smile at you and then look at each other and kind of glower. <laughs> and with that, you're gonna be able to depart the ship. You walk into the center of the glade, which is ringed with these pillaring spires of blue and green crystal. Behind you, the captain struts down, flanked by the tiger. The mechanical clockwork tiger stays at her side. As does... Um, as does the bard that you met before, Talfrin, Servio, strides down. This bard has long blonde hair that hangs down almost to his waist, kept in, in these beautiful braids and ribbons, um, and is wearing long, multi-layered, um, like, almost like kimono robes that kind of flowing as he moves. He's, he's very relaxed looking. The three of them depart the ship with you and walk a bit. To where the glade expands and it's there that everything pauses for a moment do your best not to make a scene please until the time this might be surprising the captain says to each of you it's gonna kind of, I guess, hold her bag on. 
You may do it, Servia. The bard steps forward, rings out a note on his lute, which will echo across the glade. Do any of you speak primordial? Just a bissel. Valvine! Sylvan! Infernal. Valvine Rakatem! Kot Volvinsarkani Pukis! Tarakano! Melatade! He calls out. There is a moment where his voice echoes across the clearing. The crystals that line the trees echo the sound back, and you hear over and over, Valatate, 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 Volvine, 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 Volvine. And then a noise begins to echo around that. Again and again. noise continues to build as the sound echoes off the crystals again and again forming an echo chamber. Thanks for the sound effects, dog. In the distance, a dog barks because this is going to be high-pitched. It begins to echo and grow and then the sound vanishes. ground begins to tremble beneath you. In the center of this immense glade, some 80 feet wide, where the ground is nothing more than crushed crystal, you are going to feel a vibration. Claudette's gonna hold on to whoever's arm is next to her. Uh, that is, uh, hold on, uh, on a one, it's Leiden, on a four, it is Cassio. Uh, it is Cassio. All right. Okay, so grabbing on, uh, he'll. It's it's okay. And as that happens, I would like everyone, uh, anybody who has a passive perception of twelve or more, is going to hear the sound of immense wings beating the sky. Above you and beneath you at the same time, you are going to feel the tremble of the ground and sky. At the edge of the clearing, you see a figure entering from the other side. But as this happens, the sky suddenly reflects down at you like a mirror is being held up to the sun's light and a creature the size of the ship soars through the air and crashes to the ground beside you. It is an adult dragon, its scales shimmering like steel. It's an iron dragon. As the ground is struck, the ground on the other side opposite of it begins to shimmer. The light refracting off of the gemstone dust 
and an explosion of it erupts up into the air and a similar sized creature burrows out of the ground. This one. This one is a creature much the same except this dragon's scales glitter in the sunlight like amethyst gems. They both turn and glance at each other and then down at the bard and then back over their shoulders. And as they lower their wings, you will see that an old, and by that I mean lines are just beginning to form in crow's feet around the eternal face, an old wood elf steps out and between the dragons. You have come, she says simply in common. We have your delivery from the king. And how is he doing? Same as always. Still on the run. He sends his regards. The elven woman smiles. Her clothes are simple, hand-hewn, but there's an elegance to the stitching, a reverence to the skins. The dragons turn and look down at her, and one of them, the one made of amethyst, is going to whisper as much as a beast that large can. Is it safe? And she will smile and nod. And both of them, you will watch the scales of amethyst and the scales of iron tremble. And slowly in front of you, but with, well, for something that large to do this so quickly, any speed is fast, they will slowly shift down into humanoid forms. They look very much like you. Save for scales around the humanoid faces, horns, and elongated ears. dressed in common, plain clothes. We also have one who you may be interested in. The elven woman smiles and looks ahead at you, Talfer. Wildblood. I could feel you coming. Gladguild. I had thought 
sure of the specifics myself. He is a slave. He is marked by them. Of course he is. Then you are my ally. Please. We have much to discuss. And very little time. The portents. The portents have told me much. The end is coming. And we have little time to prepare. Care for some tea. Sounds nice. Let's discuss. We'll wait by the ship. Are you sure that you're going to be very comfortable? My attendants here will be with us. Now, let's talk about your futures, she says, gesturing back down the path toward the copes of trees and crystals. As the camera follows you down the path, it pans up to the darkening sky to the north. A storm is brewing across Emrys. And to the east, it is offset by the sickly green glow of the crucible. Glowing in the dark of the storm. But we'll have to find more about that out next Friday here on the Reign of Emerys. Because that's it for tonight, guys. <coughs> Boom! There we go. Ha 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 ha. Okay, <laughs> Kelly! Yes? Hold up! Hold up! Yes? Uh. <laughs> I just blew your timeline apart, didn't I? Uh, now, Amy, no, Amy. No, I mean, what? You know, Amy has no idea what the timeline is now. I I didn't really have a set timeline. I, have, I, I didn't have either. An, I have, I'm just I have like, an yes, idea. I have an idea of what the timeline is, and I think I'm still good. Okay. I'm not, we'll find is. out later. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Don't worry. I'm just I'm not. really, really worried now that we won't be able to play next week or something. Like yep. if I get sick. Well, yeah, I'm also getting off mm. the vaccine. Right? Like the I'm two like, of us. Shit. If we get sick from the vaccine. So this is only on Wednesday. It's true. <gasps> I, I, if, unless I'm dying, I'm going to like crawl up onto this. So this act. 14, 15, so this act has three more episodes in it, so. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is so be... good. Yes. I'm vibing with this scene. I love it. 
Yeah. Uh, well, that's good. It's good. So, uh, thank you. First off, thank you so much for watching, guys. I really appreciate you being here with us. Uh, game was a little slower in the beginning. Uh, next game oh, is going to be great. Is going to be super, mm -hmm. super lore heavy. I have to pace this outright though, because all of the games are connected, and if I reveal too much in one, it reveals something in the other. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So, gotcha. Um, there is a lot of stuff in this. I. Yeah, I can't say a damn thing, actually. Never mind. Never mind. I can't say a thing. <laughs> but they're all connected, and I can't reveal too much in one. Um, yeah. Your brain is just going, ah. Huh. My timeline is confirmed by that comment. Haha. -ha. I, nope. oh. I know things. I drink and I know things. How is your timeline? I didn't confirm anything. You kind of did. Did I? You message me later. Yeah. I'm curious. I will. Um, but keep keep it to yourselves. Don't don't oh, yes. cross pollinate. It's better that way. Um, so yeah, I don't want to know. <laughs> how are you all feeling? I noticed that as soon as the dragon showed up, you started ch typing a lot. <laughs> yes, the chat. No, the Isn't moment um, they transformed. Transformed. That's when I was like. <gasps> Just for yeah. Claudette to be excited too. I, I will say, Timidius did that as well, though. To be fair. Yeah. Or Timidius. Yeah. yeah, the gold dragon, the ancient gold dragon you met in Shards and Urn could also do that. Yeah. It cost yeah, him a spell yeah, yeah. slot. I, that wasn't but, Christine okay. doing that. That was Claudette doing that, just being all like, oh my god, this is yeah. so cool. I'm witnessing it. Yeah, <laughs> right? Uh, I was that freaking was, out for other Mike reasons. And, yeah. and then so, I was like, oh my god, elder dragons. <gasps> Maybe. We don't so, even know. <laughs> here's the deal uh, it was just announced today that. Uh, uh, Fizban's Treasury of Dragons is the next book that's going to be released mm -hmm. uh, that is not a campaign book for D&D. &D. Uh, it is coming out in October and it is it seems like it's going to be like Volos, but it mm -hmm. is the Dragonlance setting. Fizban is the is it's a 30-year-old book. So he's the like physical the avatar of the Paladine, the Platinum Dragon. Mm. And he's also just like a senile old wizard. He's great. Um, <laughs> cuz that was that, those were my books when I was growing up. Um and uh, so all of the dragons are coming back, and including they have confirmed that gem dragons are returning. Ooh, super so cool! I was, I was wondering. I was yeah. wondering. I was like, gem. Oh, uh, so uh, chromatic dragons are evil. Yeah. Metallic dragons are good. Uh, gem dragons are the neutral scale. Uh, there's also ferrous dragons, which I wasn't going to include. Well, I was doing a bunch of research today to be like because. Pro tip about Kelly, I always decide at the very last minute when it's like, oh, is it green or blue? Is it green or blue? Is it green or blue? I always get hung up on a choice like that till the very end. And I was always researching gem dragons and I'm like, oh, is it the amethyst one? Is it the amethyst is it, or is it the sapphire one? Ooh, I'm not sure. And then I, I was Googling it and then Pharos, the Ferris dragons came up. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, iron dragons. That's way more thematically appropriate to Embrys. Mm. Like, they're yeah. literally made of iron. They also have magnets. They have iron yeah. sense or metal sense. They can smell metal. That's rad. They're weird. They're weird. <laughs> also, I didn't describe them so much because I was assuming that the physical forms would be uh, fairly uh, surprising to see them turned down. Uh, but the amethyst dragon is more masculine in shape and the uh, iron dragon is more feminine in shape, if you had mm. to define them that way. Uh, because that goes against convention and I like it. You'd expect the purple one to be the pretty girl, but no, it's the pretty boy. Nice. So good. I like it. I like uh, it too. Any idea when the next Dork Expo? Uh, we're shooting for a Dork Expo around October, I think. 
yeah. but we also uh, so for those of you who like to watch our special events uh, so Dork Expo uh, we're either doing it in October or February we're probably doing it in October I think it's going to move to October from now on because February is a bunch of local cons around here that we attend yeah. Uh, but we are also doing two extra lives before the end of the year. Uh, the first is in August, and that is August 20th through 22nd, I think. It's the weekend of mm -hmm. that weekend, whatever it is. Uh, and we are running, I believe right now the schedule is saying 11 games over three days. Uh, and it's going to be fantastic. It's raising money for the uh, the Children's Miracle Network, uh, trying mm -hmm. to give you know a better life to sick kids. Uh, last year we raised $15,000. This year we're going to try for twenty. Uh, so come help us do that. It'd be fantastic. All of the money goes to kids. We don't get anything except for your love and a lot of exhaustion out of it. And occasionally pizza from Mike, because Mike sometimes hooks us up with pizza. Sure. Um, but um, it's going to be fantastic. And then we're running uh, Extra Life again in November, because uh, yeah. that's On the main Extra Life. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so help us raise money for kids. Uh, it's a great cause. Um, and it might actually be worth it to move dork x in the future to say like may june period because then it's separate enough from the, ex the extra lives because yeah, otherwise we're going that. august october november that's a good point we'll that's a lot about, of work we'll talk about that. We'll in two months so that is so yeah you gotta win an art contest again uh and <laughs> here's what i would like so folks if you like the stream uh please give us a follow give us a sub over on youtube where you can also do that for free uh if you want to support the stream in a way that is more than just loving support uh which you can also do on our discord by helping that community grow by the way um you can you can subscribe here on twitch to not have to see ads uh and to give a proceed to the channel you can also subscribe for free if you have amazon prime uh, so every Amazon Prime subscription gets a free Prime Gaming. You have to refresh it monthly, but it's free money. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, you can also support uh, Dorktales over at uh, patreon.com slash dorktales, where we have various benefits. I'm adding more uh, over this weekend, uh, including things like, uh, well, you'll, you'll see, they're going to be good. Uh, I finally am doing it. It's just been a hell of a week, uh, month, year, life. Um, and then the other thing that you can do to show your support, your support is to talk about us. And if you are interested, I always love fan art. So if you want to be a fan art of the characters, um, finding what these characters look like, I mean, for one, boom, you've got them all right here uh, in costume, but they're also character pictures and, and things like that. And you can also help Trezelta uh, edit the Dorktales wiki, uh, which we have two wikis. We have the generic fantasy setting wiki, with the, which this is set inside of, and the Dorktales main wiki. Um, and they're all linked together, so it's pretty easy. And Trezelta does an amazing job as Wikimaster, and I want to shout him out right now. I also want to shout out uh, my buddy James uh, for doing the fantastic maps of the ship. You only got to see a little of them because they weren't completely relevant to the beginning of the game, but uh, they were super detailed, and some of his best work, actually, I think. Uh, those are going to be posted up in the Discord. James, you can go ahead and post those anytime. Um, there are no spoilers on this ship. Uh, the ship is fantastic, and um, it really is. Oh my god, you did a great mm -hmm. job! Which hello raid? I'm really oh, sorry hello. you came in at the end of the game. You did. So but... we're just we're saying our goodbyes right now, Diesel Shot. But it's good to see you here. What were you playing? I'm curious. Um, so uh, yes, but definitely uh, Otheon, you did a fantastic job as always. And I have to talk to you soon because uh, you have to help me design a dungeon for this game pretty soon because I just had dragons. Oh, no. And now we're gonna have dungeons. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Which, which you will all be thrilled to oh, learn that for you, I I learned Leomon's tiny hut. So that if we go in a dungeon, we have somewhere safe to rest. Oh. Nice. Leomon's oh. tiny hut is so good. So, does yeah. anybody have any questions, comments, concerns, anything that you want to talk about at the end of this game? 
Uh, you want to tell us um, everything? Just no, yeah, no, no, Robin, that would be I awful. I know, I know. I'm currently sending my current guess of what the timeline is to Kelly. I don't think he'll <gasps> confirm it, but I'm sending it to him right now. Everything. I just told you everything. See? I said it. Oh, okay, hold on. I'm looking at what... Uh, cool. Um, and Caitlin, I cannot wait. That's an... That's an interesting theory, Amy. <laughs> what? I have no theories. Everybody's going to be super mad at me when they find out the timeline. And you know what I got to well, say? Well, if anybody I, knows me, they know I can't put shit together worth anything. I'm horrible at putting things together. I cannot pick, put clues together. I have to have it spelled out for me. So it makes it really good, to, easy to surprise me, too. <laughs> so for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, uh, all of our D&D games, uh, unless they're like pre-written modules, because I run those because they're fun, uh, and they bring in viewers, which then they stick around for the homebrew, which is great. Uh, all the homebrew stuff is interconnected, obviously. Uh, although I have decided not to tell the players when things are connected. Um, I think the best that they know is that Hexeter is the secret of Hexeter House stream is probably after Shards of Nern. I think that people have figured it's probably about 20 to 50 years after somewhere in that range. That makes Cause, sense. Because some things have been referenced. Uh, yeah. However, with Reign of Emery's and Shards of Nern, the two competing streams, uh, they have been deliberately obfuscated. And it's great when you have things that have multiple names that you can refer to them by. Um, but I will say, if you're really clever, you can find details because I hide them all over the place in plain text. Which you players should not research, but those of you clever people might want to check things in the credits. Wink. Um, <laughs> because I leave cookie trails because I love augmented reality games. Don't tell us so. Fandelia? Yeah. Fan, well, Fandelia had time travel and it had Guccifer. So who knows? That's a different time. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Fandelia uh, was just a whole, whole bunch of weird ass shit. Because... See, and then e even though even though rhyme is a pre-written module, we know that it was before Shards of Nerd. Is it? Yeah, because you you've uh, you've referenced uh, uh, in the magical school. Uh, Zeno is talking about something, and, and one of the teachers is like, "Oh, if you're interested in that, you should you should check out the library and and read the the tales of the of the party caveat emptor." Oh yes, 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 that was brought up. Yeah, it could be a different one, but there's also I, I deliberately obfuscated that timeline as well because if you listen to that one uh, as well, well, there at least I don't know how far before Shards of Nern it is if it is, but when you were researching the Tarrasque, Professor Scant was like, "Oh yes, it is also known as these things," and he totally title dropped Yeominger, like the 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 Titan of Wrath yep. from from Elos, and I'm just like, I love doing. So I, I'm I. Seriously, like I watched Loki the other night. No spoilers, but um, this is not tooting my own horn, but this is just the way that my brain works. I was watching the end of Loki and uh, raise your hand right here out of you folks. Have you seen the end of Loki? No. Okay. I now didn't I even know there was a new series. It's on Disney Plus. Go watch. Oh, I don't have Disney Plus right now. Do you? I'll give you Disney Plus. Hit me up later. Well, I mean, I have a Disney Plus account, but uh, I watch all my TV in my room and I don't have an Xbox One anymore. Oh, that's fair. Um, the ending of Loki was literally something I've ran in a Mage the Ascension LARP before. And I was like, I was like, 
Oh, really? Really? We're going that way, are we? I have literally done this. Damn it. <laughs> and I have literally had to do this speech. It is so Caitlin, when you watch, I need you when the when there there is a speech at one point. That is the most spoiler I will give, but I need you to picture me instead of the actor when you're listening to it <laughs> because you can you can see that I have been there for you before. Not you specifically, okay. but hey, which mage? Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it because any spoilers could spoil it for Caitlin. Yeah. But I Fair will enough. say and Amy, you've been in those games. Um, so you got to admit that was a I was really tackling through most of that. He, yeah, you were. That was funny. We were we were having a time over that. So, and if you if you want, uh, we are having more Mage of the Ascension. It is coming very soon. It is coming through uh, the Victorian era, which I still need to name the game uh, mm. because names are hard. Uh, and uh, who knows if you guys help us blow that up and help us uh, like spread our posts and get a bunch of new viewers in, I I'm might so run more Mage of the Ascension. Uh, I might run maybe not mage specifically it's not the right theme technically but you get what I'm putting down <laughs> I need to close your boots and your motorcycle uh, hey, you're a new viewer uh, jo Joe's is cool no Josh is cool nice you're cool Josh Alright, uh, so, uh, for those of you watching in YouTube land, I'm gonna call this video right here. Thank you so much for tuning in and for everything that you do for us and for all of your support and love. Because, seriously, uh, I would run these games off-stream, but it's more fun with you. And I like being able to do this, like, semi-professionally. It's nice. Anyway, uh, folks, that's gonna be it tonight. We love you very much. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye, YouTube. Bye! The Reign of Emerys is a Dork Tales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Claudette Belmont, Amy Godfrey as Leiden Ann Marov, Caitlin Vinkel as Talfrin Prideri, Robin Holford as Ivy, and Katrina McGee as Veritrix Soulstar. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Resolution by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Find Them, also by Alexander Nakarada. For a full list of the music used in this episode, check the show notes below. To learn more about the world that Reign of Emerys is set in, check out our wiki or visit our Discord where there's plenty of information to go around. Thanks for supporting this podcast. If you like what we do here and would like to help Dork Tales grow, leave a five-star review, share us with your friends, and leave a comment below. And hey, while we're talking about people who support Dork Tales, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers. Our royal producer, Shulton the World Builder. Our divine producers, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful, and, uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. Our demonic producers, Jade, the maker of monsters, and Bricarius, our fun but evil Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizard of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric. You're a wizard now, Tammy. Our princess of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trizelta, aka James Bododge, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, and The Traveler. Our level 20 heroes, Michael Ilot, the graphics guy, Chef Aladeth, and Drew Thompson. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the straw hat devil, Hans H. Boundehoof, Professor Multiverse, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, 
Chandra Magic, Brady Chester, Heavy Metal and Tea, Raven with Bobbles, Prophet of Woe, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Renee Hayes, Spork Saber, and Sorcerer Sanguine are very important patrons who donate five or more dollars per month. An actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Mike Baxter, first of his name, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the CGFX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the wine master, SM Pace, Hillary, Colin Son, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Doctor Who 4189, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Kara Rett, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Arachnikonikoni, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, Michael Reynolds, The Bongmaster, David Ellis, Confounded Hound, Jeremy Smith, 5280 DTC Nerd, Lockgen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Chris Deeds, Karasha Urquhart, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Malazing, Andrew Wolf, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Marcel, Loscrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Mr. J's Comics, Ethereal Ashy, Owls, Bartold, KC, Eduardo Garcia, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, and Robbie Dick. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Caitlin, Ba Tran, Just Andy, EJ, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Creox, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Chris Blog, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, The Crazy Goblin, Jacob Embry, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Robin Barton, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, and Erica Lena. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.